Awesome. Okay, so this might... Hey, we're live. Susan, I'll be get back to you in one minute, buddy. Mr. Brian Fran, hi. Good morning. Uh, what time is it? Uh, local time there. 12.32. You having a good time? Great. I didn't realize we, that you guys just started. Yeah, literally just seconds ago. Uh, we're two minutes late today because we're trying to figure out some audio issues, which I think Susa just uh, solved. Excellent. Uh, any changes to the uh, leaderboard last night? Individual, we have uh, Paige Powers as the winner uh, when we went to bed and when we woke up. Uh, is it still Paige Powers and Ricky Garrard? It is. And uh, and second place. Oh, but we have a change between second place and third place? I don't think so. Uh, they have Patrick Vellner now as second place. Wow, I knew that was a fucking error. And Show me the leaderboard. Okay, stand by, my friend. I don't mean to ambush you. Sorry, B. Uh, I didn't even check. Uh, I didn't check this till just now. Wow. By four points, we have I... Patrick Vellner in second place with uh, taking home the uh, 35000 And what were we saying last night? It just made no sense how wrong And hey, was. here's something else, Brian. We got Cole Grayshaber in fourth and Fikowski in fifth. Fikowski's taking home the lint in his pocket. Can you go to Elite Women? I haven't women? heard anything about this until just now, but now you're making me want to leave and go find out. Okay, so, do you want to go find out and then get back to us? Yeah. Okay, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Can you click the okay. women's leaderboard? I, I can. I, I can do all sorts of amazing shit. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get off of that, and I'm going to let... Uh, shall I let you do it, Caleb? Yeah, I can do it. Okay. Uh, Dark Lord Revon with the first donation of the day, $2.99. Thank you very, very much. Welcome, Heidi Kroom, to the broadcast. What's, what's most shocking is that there's not an adjustment to... Emma Carey and Sydney Michalician, but that one doesn't make that one makes less sense than the Roman Krennikov Velner uh, switch up. So we'll see if they make an adjustment to that as well. Can you go over there back to the um, uh, men's leaderboard and can you go over to the last two workouts and can you speculate for us, Mr. Thumb? By the way, guys, I want to apologize yesterday for leaving the show so quickly. Um, I, you guys were right. I accidentally clicked the wrong button. <laughs> before we got the SMTP commercial out. And uh, so I have to pay. Um, oh, let, let, let's check in with Susan real quick. And then I'm going to ask uh, Taylor, Tyler uh, to. Um, no, actually, we're not going to Susan. Oh, here we go. Let's go to suit. Uh, no. That's Mike Halpin in his crash hoodie. <laughs> that's that's Mike Halpin in his crash hoodie is right. Hold on. Where'd my. Uh, Taylor Self, um, I would like you to look at the men's leaderboard, and as we scroll over, maybe speculate for us what you think could have happened here, and and talk slow, uh, because remember, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, please. So, if you look at these final two events, Vellner picked up 160 points in those two final events. And Roman picked up 138. So that's a 22-point margin between Vellner and Roman. And last night, Roman was in second place. And Vellner, going into that event, was, I believe, I think it was 20. It, it, it wasn't. It was like 15 points or 20 points between him and Roman going into that event. Um, and they just boofed the scoring up, which is interesting. Now they have that adjustment. 
which I guess is not the end of the world, seeing as they were both already on the podium. It's just a it's just a two spot swap. I'm still far more confused on the women's finishing because going into that event, I could have sworn that Emma Carey was in ninth place. And I don't understand how she made up six places in that workout doing as bad as she did on the first part. I'm going to see if I can get Patrick Vellner to come on for a second. I know he competes in just a second. Second place. We knew it. Uh, okay. Uh, Chris Thompson. Thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. No, we appreciate you. Thank you. That's, uh, all that loot helps. They didn't count the mail in points yet. Wad zombie. Good point. Yeah. Um, the swing well, votes are coming in. Ballot fraud. And, uh, starting the Katrin David's daughter, virtuous movement fund. Oh, that is very good. Be sure. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, where did that? Where do you think that happened? So now you've shown us why Vellner won. What do you think happened yesterday that made it that it took um, overnight to figure this out? I'm not sure. Um, I don't understand how they didn't calculate the points correctly. Maybe they, you know, the one thing we were speculating on is how it was a 10 point difference, or you were rewarded so much for doing well in those workouts and punished a lot differently if you did poorly you know they cut the field right, they right. cut the field to 20 athletes so they may have had a scoring distribution issue between like a point distribution issue um cutting the field and not adjusting that in the scoring system uh and what about this um this this thing also let's not forget uh, brent fikowski got knocked down a spot too he was in the prize money and now he's flip-flopped with actually i think it went brent fikowski then nick matthew <laughs> then cole gray shaber gray shaber was fifth Oh, he was? Okay. So Brent and Cole Grayshaber have switched also. Yeah, this is very interesting. And even more interesting that we are hearing news before even Vellner <clears throat> is. Oh, you don't think Vellner knows? Barbell Spin, we just pulled up a comment that said Vellner hasn't heard anything. Wow. Uh, yeah, sure. You, you on now? Yes. Okay, please. It, okay. it just seems odd that the internet knows before he does. Okay, I got to take this call. Keep talking. I'm going to mute myself. All right. So, Caleb, if you want to go back over to the women's points, um, last night on the show, people were making fun of me because they thought I was falling asleep. What I was trying to do is add up the total of Emma Carey's first uh, six scores, her first six points and Sydney McAlishan's first six points. And the way it, it shook out is that going in, it looked like there was only a three or a seven. I can't remember point difference between the two. But on the leaderboard, there were six places. Emma Carey going into that workout. I wish we could go back. I wish I had grabbed a screenshot. But it looked like Emma Carey was six places down and far more than three to seven points back from third. And I didn't understand how she could make up those six places taking a 13th in Miami meat market. And so it's just I'm not sure what happened there. Um I know I'm not remembering incorrectly. I just wish I had grabbed a screenshot of that before they before they adjusted the scores for the last two events because this one makes far less sense than the Roman and and uh, Vellner snafu. Uh, just so you guys know, uh, this is not uncommon. By the way, this is not uh, I- exclusive to this event. It is not uncommon uh, for there to be uh, significant changes overnight 
in leaderboards. Uh, Katie, uh, for the Sevon and Madison Fund uh, 2023, thank you. I think the only thing unique about this is that they announced the podium and then they made an adjustment. Yeah, that part's tough. That, yeah. Uh, we have seen that at the games, obviously, but it was because of uh, some drug protocols. Um, it, but we're going to have Patrick Vellner on here in two seconds uh, to see um, what's going on. Patrick, hi. Good morning. Thanks for coming on. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. What the fuck's going on, man? You see this? Hi. Can you hear me? Congratulations. Okay? You made tw- uh, $25,000 while you were sleeping. I mean, I just heard about it. You kind of. <laughs> We just, oh, thank you for eating because we were missing John Young. For all of you who are into the fetish eating podcast, uh, Vellner will now fulfill John Young's role. What are you eating? Sardines. Some turkey and some rice. I'm getting ready for team team competition here, baby. I wish you were sliding sardines down. My boss boss cooks sardines and olive oil at the gym, and it stinks the whole fucking box up. That's got to be good for membership. (laughs) So disgusting. So Pat, uh, Patrick, um, have you looked at the? So we pulled up the leaderboard this morning, and we have Ricky Garrard in first. Then we have you with six oh seven, and Roman Krennikov with six oh three. We were actually surprised yesterday when they announced Roman in second because we thought um, that you would you did enough. Uh, Jr. said right before they called second place, Jr. said Patrick Vellner, and uh, so we were all kind of shocked. So there's some been some sort of a scoring adjustment. Have you heard anything? I haven't heard anything official. I had somebody else message me just before you guys and mentioned that. I mean, I've kind of like, I got up this morning getting ready for doing the elite team thing. So I haven't actually <clears throat> thought much about it. I've kind of moved on, but uh, it's, I, I don't know what the scoring thing was, to be honest. We didn't know the scoring system after the cuts. Um, some of the guys actually asked, you know, in the corralling area, uh, what the scoring system was going to be moving forward. And they didn't know. Uh, so it was hard for us to even know on the floor, like, you know, whether I should try to contest that or dispute it. Well, I had no idea because I didn't even know the scoring system they were applying. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. I'm sure I'll find hear something more official in the next little while if it is the case. They just changed it again. Wow. That's so weird. They changed yeah, it back. Go. That's what it was last night. It was 11 points, right? Yes, I think so. Something like that. Well, that's weird. And Cole Grayshaber's back to fifth. Hey, let me ask you this, uh, and and then and then I want to ask you about um, how your body's doing. Isn't it important for you to know the scoring system at the start of the race so that you can game uh, the the field, so that you can look and be like, I need to be in front of this guy, behind that guy. I need to make sure if I have to, I'll just reach over and kick over Ricky's, uh, you know, back squat stand. Yeah. I mean, it makes a difference. I think it's, you know, depending on who you ask, it's maybe not the most important thing, but in a two part workout like that with a scoring system that the top drops by 10 points, like there's a significant amount of gaming that can go on with that. And we saw it in the individual competition, um, guys like Henrik Hapalainen, and he just sort of, you know, took a miss on the first one and then tried to get big points on the second one. And then I think it averaged out to like six place points across both events because of the way he, he uh, gamed the scoring system. So that stuff is kind of important. I think it's weird to be able to take the floor and not know. And um, I think it's the fact that, you know, we had asked about it and nobody could tell us was a little bit too bad. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. 
it should be it should be known it should probably be known before the competition starts like at the initial briefing pre day one right okay um how how is the uh, patrick vellner uh physique besides oh, beautiful how's it feel my legs are sore i think um, other than that not too bad my chest will probably be sore tomorrow uh, so we're trying to we're trying to figure out how to apply that to the the team landscape. I think we've got Jeff Adler that's fresh, and then Brent and I who both competed this weekend's already. So uh, we're trying to figure out where to put the pieces in. Is, is any part of you like, uh, hey, I wish I wouldn't have signed up for Team Two, or even if you did think that, you would just push that away now? Uh, I think I was feeling more like that maybe yesterday, and then it's you know it is what it is. Once you get your body moving, it's not that bad. Um, I, I heard a couple people were th- talking about dropping out. Uh, the first couple days, the first two events were a pretty big beat down for the individual competition. And then other than that, it wasn't too bad. So I think, you know, I made my bed. I'm happy to lay in it. Um, Cowards, what, if they're pulling out. Uh, I agree. Uh, will, will this, um, is this a good training stimulus for you? Like after a weekend like this, uh, individual, then team, do you leave here being a better athlete, a net gain, uh, stronger, better, more experienced? You know, do you add a little? I think more experience is never a bad thing. And I think even I've got lots of experience, but you know, every year is a little bit different and like you get a little bit different, your skills change. Um, so it's, it's good to check in when you can, like, for instance, the individual competition was fast and furious, right? It was very short, very compact. Um, and I think durability still played a factor. Like I've always been quite a durable athlete. And in the last day, like those last back-to-back events, guys were starting to really fall apart. And like, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm getting ready for the team competition and I'm a little sore, but I'm happy to compete two more days. And so I think for me, that's a good confidence thing that, you know, I'm, I'm one of the oldest guys in the field now, and I'm still, I'm, I've got better durability than a lot of the guys who are, you know, five, six, seven years younger than me. So I think that that's kind of a nice checkpoint to just be like, yeah, it's cool. On the back end of weekends, I can score points because I've got, I'm, I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I'm willing to do it. So. Hey, is it a trip being in Miami? Like I, I'm in this room all day looking at you guys in the sun, but outside it's like gray all day for me here in California. And it's been raining for f- two weeks. Is it a trip to be there and be like, like, I mean, you just came from freezing world, right? Yeah. It's winter back home. We don't have much snow where I live, but it's, it's nice to have a, an escape. I'd say it's a nice little holiday to get away from the cold weather and the gloomy weather while you're uh, in the middle of winter. So what? it's good. Well, you had to I, like, I don't love the hot, hot heat. So today's actually quite chilly here. Will you head somewhere like you did last year? You headed somewhere, right? After this, you didn't go home. You went out to the islands. Yeah, different though. My, my wife's not here with me this year. So she's actually visiting her family and she's got the baby with them. So oh, I'm coming pretty much right back. I leave Monday afternoon. Um, and then I beat them home by like a few hours. So I'll be back there to greet them. This is the first competition you've done without your wife and your baby. Rogue, they weren't there as well this year. Oh, okay. Well, good. Congratulations. That is, is that nice? It's different. Like I, I think it's it sort of most of my career they weren't like I mean, well, I didn't have a baby for most of my career, and my wife wasn't around as much because she was working lots or in school. And then the last sort of twenty twenty one when she was on maternity leave was like the first time they were actually able to come to things, and it was like a full year and a half where they kind of were able to do a lot more stuff. Um, so 
I, yeah, you kind of get used to that. And then now it's sort of back to real life where she's got to stay home and work or we've got other responsibilities that need to get done. So it's, it's interesting. You know, I, it's nice to sometimes just be able to come and sit in a clean hotel room and not have to worry about things and just sort of like have your own space to manage. But I miss them for sure. It's fun. I get, she's good. She sends me a lot of videos and photos of him and I get like, I can come off the competition floor pretty much any event and have a bunch of photos and things like that, that she sent me for the last couple hours. So it's nice. I feel like I've got a lot of checkpoints and I talk to them every night, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's okay to have some space for a, uh, for four days here. Yeah. I get that. Part of you misses it and part of you is appreciative of the time yeah. alone. Hey, when you go out there, you, you seem so mellow right now and you and Fakowski have already put in two hard days. When you go out there, will you flip the switch? Will you be like, okay, Adler's here, Fakowski's here, we're a team. And will you just turn the volume up to 10? Yeah, I think there's, you only know how to do it one way, right? We talked a bit about it this morning and Jeff was kind of joking because we're, you know, it's like, how seriously are we taking this team? And and I think any one of us, given just how the way that we do CrossFit and the way our personalities are, we have a hard time turning it down. Like you're going to get on the floor and when it's go, you're going to do your job and you're going to do it as hard and fast as you can. Um, and Jeff was like feeling stressed this morning. He's like, man, I'm like nervous and stressed and I know it doesn't matter. But we and we're kind of past that because we've already put two days in and you kind of get past those first event jitters and you yep. just get used to the competition floors and it's just like another rep but uh it takes it takes sometimes a few events to feel that way and get back into the groove and so we're past that and jeff's not there yet so i think he's got to get a couple under his belt before he's feeling really loose um but yeah i mean we're like i'm not trying to you know do anything stupid or reckless in the team competition i think we're really we're here to not we're here to not to win the competition we're gonna we're gonna try our hardest but uh, I'm certainly not stressed about the outcome of the team competition. So I think it's kind of fun. The whole team event, I think, is going to have a fun vibe. Like every, It's going to be some really, really cool teams. And uh, I think there's going to be a lot of fun on the floor. Yeah, so do I. I do I do think you guys have a, uh, a very good chance of uh, winning. I think Noah and Travis and Chandler are really good. But, man, uh, you, you have a pretty freakish uh, team with a lot of uh, possibilities and a lot of utility. So congratulations. Yeah, we'll see how we work together. Hey, you guys, a big of an anchor that uh, Brent and I are after two days. What, was the last time you and Brent competed on a team together, the Invitational, the team Invitational? Yeah, it would have been 2017. Wow. Probably, in Australia. Um, yeah, that would have been it. And then I don't know uh, if I've done any real team competition since then. Uh, I'd have to think. I don't think so. What, do you, what did you think about after the hurdle event, pr- prior to the hurdle event? Uh, in the individual competition, what did you think about going into that? Did you like the implement? And then how did you feel after? It's uh, a good question. I kind of thought it was a little bit silly. I thought uh, it was a lot silly. And, you know, I think you get a similar stimulus doing like a rebounding box jump over or something, but it's something slightly different. I think the biggest thing it did was it created a risk factor in that workout that wouldn't have been there otherwise. So if you if you tip it even a little bit, first of all, if you touched it, it, it was a no rep, uh, even if it didn't fall over. And if you knocked it over, you're going to lose five seconds really fast. And it was just a very, very quick workout. Um, so I think that that was an event where mental errors made a big difference. Like you had to remember, you had to be very, very precise on the jump. 
uh, and precision was really important. You don't want to jump too high. You want to rebound fast, but you don't want to touch it. You had to be snappy on the toes of bar and that with a lot of that hip flexion, it affected the way you could kind of lift your hips fast on the rebound. And then the shuttle runs were just like, you needed to make sure you had good, like good foot position and good smooth turns. And you didn't need to be really fast, but it had to be kind of smooth and you had to know which lines you were going to. So it was just like, it, there was a lot of things to keep in your head at once. And, and it was in it for a two minute workout, two and a half minute workout. So I think it was just like a very frantic kind of paced workout, but that had a weird level of precision in it. So I thought it was funny because a lot of guys, some of the analysts were joking with us afterwards, like how, how did Brent and I be the two fastest guys in that you know, like fast explosiveness rebounding workout. And I just, I was joking that it's because all the other guys never played real sports. I was going to say, you look like an athlete out there. I mean, that's what it basically, it, it exposed that you were a real athlete. I mean, you were, like, you looked a lot amazing. Of, a lot of guys have not done a lot of lateral movement. And I mean, to be fair, I haven't in a long time either, really. Um, but we I did a, long, a lot of lateral movement and explosive jumping and things like that in my life. So I think that stuff's in there still. And we, we it's good to expose some of those holes because I think some of that stuff uh, in a lot of, the modern CrossFit athletes training is, is lacking. Um, we're really good. Like it shows in the heavy late weightlifting events. Like some of these 20 year old kids are clean and jerking like 385, and like, that's absurd. But like, you know, they, some of the basic athleticism skills are not necessarily very good. So, um, I think it's good. It was in a bit of an exposing component in that regard, but it was, it was fine. I didn't expect to like win it, but, um, I figured if did. I was clean, it would be fine. That was more of the focus is like, be clean. Don't make a mistake. And if you do that, you're probably okay. So. Hey dude, uh, we are so lucky that you take our calls, uh, 30 minutes before the event. I can't thank you enough, Pat. You're the man. No sweat guys. We'll see you later. All right. Thanks again, dude. Bye. 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 Uh, if, if you don't, uh, follow Pat Vellner, you should, that's crazy that we get an athlete of his caliber on, uh, 30 minutes before the event. Uh, Eric Weiss, thank you so much. The Savant Podcast is the only real media organization I trust. Good luck in the team competition, Patty V. Thanks, Eric. Uh, Jacqueline Robinson, always. Fuck both you guys, Eric and Jacqueline. You guys are so generous to the show. Thank you. Uh, $10. And Sarah Ulusoy, uh, $449. By the way, she uh, gave you a comment, Taylor, on YouTube. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. Uh, she said uh, we, we were kind of making light yesterday right? of uh okay here we go here's brian friend brian hi um, Talk to you later on. yeah i'm hurting yeah. i'm really not looking forward to it sorry hi Savan. hi who's hurting who's not looking forward to what uh let's not worry about that all right uh, that's, that? what I fig- that's what i figured you'd say do i know that athlete that voice is very familiar you know that athlete? yes she's from north carolina Yes. Yeah, I know who that was. Uh Brian, it looks like Okay. Okay. <laughs> Brian, it looks like the leaderboard has uh, changed back. It has changed again, but not back to what it was last night exactly. No. Um so is it correct now you think or we should we should just wait until a couple more days? Now now it's correct. And what happened with I was I could have sworn Emma Carey was going into that final double back to back in ninth place. No, she entered the double back to back in fifth place. Okay. After the first part, she was in ninth place. After the second part, she was in third place. Interesting. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, these things are, uh, these things happen, Brian, right? Someone just with a big thumb accidentally hit the keyboard or something. No, there was a, there was a data entry error yesterday during the lifting event in the morning for one male athlete answered a score of 370 pounds. It shouldn't have been that. It should have been 337. I don't know who the athlete was. It doesn't necessarily matter. When they, maybe it was that when they changed, uh, when they changed that, obviously something changed and everyone took notice of it. Uh, and then the, the people who needed to know found out about it and addressed it and made sure that we got everything right, had a little meeting, and now it is what it will continue to be. Uh, Brian, um, any we just had Vellner on the show and we, uh, we were talking about how his body feels. Have you heard? He says it is a little bit uh, sore. He says his legs are sore now, and he thinks his chest will be sore tomorrow morning. He also said that for him and Fatowski, the jitters have completely left. And, you know, it's interesting that Jeff Adler, you know, all the athletes come there with jitters, but Jeff Adler is going to have to deal with those jitters, and all the new athletes are going to have to deal with those jitters in the first event. But um, he also was speculating that some of the people who committed to team are now going to drop out, that it's just going to be too much for them. I don't know what they're going to do, but uh, but uh, I don't think very many of them are excited about competing again today. Right. Okay. And that's kind of the impression. Uh, I, I asked Vellner, hey, are you tripping? But you just pushed that out of your head. He goes, hey, I'm not going to be a coward. So. Well, it depends on who the athlete is. And there's a difference between being a coward and making a decision that's going to set you up for a successful season or not. Uh, meaning you could push yourself too hard now and hurt yourself and like people are like spinning up a story that it would be best for their games. People, uh, people are spinning up stories in their head that like, hey, it would be better for my game season if I didn't push uh, through the teams. I need to think about myself. I think that that's something that they should definitely be thinking about, yeah. Uh, right right it's 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 interesting now to think about it though after you do two days of hard competition it's hard to tell what stories are real that your brain is spinning up versus what are uh, uh just excuses not to push through correct uh i mean you spoke to velner i've spoken to half a dozen of the athletes that are <laughs> coming off individual competition and supposed to do the team competition today and another half dozen that did the individual and are not doing the team and the story is the same the legs in the back are feeling it like you said with the pat you know the upper body's probably going to be feeling it tomorrow and the guys that are not doing it are very grateful that they're not doing it right hey do you why do you think that they signed up for team you think it's just like when you order too much food at a restaurant it's just their <laughs> eyes were bigger than their stomach you know i mean i i think that the difficulty and volume of the each individual competition, the two-day team and two-day individual is a little bit more than maybe expected. I am uh, – someone in the comments here, Brian, says, uh, Sevon is calling them all pussies. I'm definitely not calling them pussies. I'm just tripping on the fact that it must be pretty crazy tension between what you've committed, especially if you have – like if you have three well, guys who already did – if you've done it, if you've ever done a CrossFit competition, and we talked about this before everything began, you know what it feels like to end the competition. Like there's an element of relief, of accomplishment, of achievement, of fatigue, and it's it's just it's, in my mind, it's not reasonable to expect anyone to wake up the next morning and enter into another high level competition. I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Hey, it's like that for the media. Last night I was like, "Fuck, we're done," and then I think wake up this morning most and I'm media, like, "Oh, most media." 
And I'll say this, some media are good to go. I feel I felt great and was able to rebound and immediately focus on the teams. I do think that there's a couple athletes that might be able to do that, but that list is very small. Uh, uh, Rebecca, thanks everyone for the team, for the amazing coverage, uh, Brian, from Brian's bottom of Brian's heart, Rebecca, thank you very much, uh, for the, uh, money. Hey, so, so if your team, what should an athlete do? If you, if I understand if you're on a team with all people who did individual, then you guys can come to the conclusion together to pull out. But let's say you have two guys who are, let's say you want to pull out, but two of the guys are just showing up for team. How do you mitigate? How do you, uh, um, not there's mitigate several different, uh, there's several different scenarios, uh, within the context of the one you just asked about. So yeah. it depends how you qualified and who the athlete is that wants to sit out. Because you, if you, you know, you could fill in with someone. There's, there are plenty of people here that probably could fill in and do it. Obviously, they might not be of the same caliber. But then some of the teams wouldn't meet the pre-qualification process. And then I don't know where they, what would happen from there. Uh, this guy is an amazing... Uh, Brian's nailing the tactical Dave aesthetic and apathy. Yeah, he's... He's working it right. He's working the um, he's working the angles right now. Uh, I, I I truly appreciate it, uh, Brian. Uh, the is is it a, is it a runaway victory for this team, this male team of uh, Travis Mayer, uh, Noah Olson, and Chandler Smith? Now that we've seen that these other teams are beat up. No, I mean I think that Sam Cornway and Taylor Christopher are as fit as they've ever been, and if Rich Froning's the least fit guy on their team, I think you have a chance. Right. Right. Uh, Taylor, uh, do you have any questions for uh, Mr. Friend? Nope. All righty. Hey, dude. Uh, thank you very much. Thanks for checking in. We're lucky to get you in these mornings. Uh, you, you're you're killing it. Thank you. You guys are killing it. See you later. All right, brother. Bye. We have to report on everything. Want to break down this next workout? No one get their panties in a twist. We have to report on shit. Like when the leaderboard's fucked up, we like that. That's fun. That gives us. I'm, 15 I'm seeing athletes alternate legs on the pistol squats. That gives us 15 minutes of things to talk about. Uh, that might be because this is the RX division, mm. right? Most likely, actually, yes. Let's. let's I don't know. Ask we'll let's ask Heidi here real quick. Heidi. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Thanks for being there. Um, are these the RX and not the elite? That's true. These are the RX teams of men. And they are not alternating legs, and they're getting pretty messed up by it. Oh, they're not. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay, so they are not alternating, and they're getting messed up. I did ask my son yesterday to do forty-two pistols, and he did ten on each leg, and he's like, "I'm good." <laughs> <laughs> I suspect uh, this is gonna take a toll. Uh, forty-two. What's the most you've ever seen on one leg? The games in competition, the games when they had the man, I forget the rep scheme, but it wasn't more than 15. I think it was 12 each side um, or eight and then or maybe 10. And then the most we've ever seen in a workout was at Atlanta at the 2020 CrossFit Games, which was 200 alternating 200 alternating with a vest. Okay, I want to put this in perspective for you. Well, let's let Taylor go through the workout. Uh, Taylor Self, SMTP Programming, uh, talks to us about the first elite team workout at Wadapalooza 2022. So we've got a waterfall style or relay style event. Sorry, not waterfall, relay style. Uh, at 3, 2, 1, go. The first athlete is going to start their portion of the workout, and they're going to go right to the handstand push-up station. 
they'll kick up. They've got 42 handstand pushups. Most of these elite athletes are going to do them all unbroken. And then oh, they will, shit. Yeah, for sure. Can they kip? Yep. Okay. And they'll hit those 42 handstand pushups. And you don't have to say kip on there. If it doesn't say it's, it's open, yeah, it wide doesn't, open. Okay. Typically, if it doesn't designate strict or deficit or a parallel or any implement, it's just going to be a regular kipping handstand pushup. And uh, they can take breaks, not unbroken, correct? They can take breaks, yeah. Okay. Um, so they're going to do 42 reps, and then they're going to advance and perform a 420-foot shuttle run. I believe that's going to mean they have seven lengths of a 60-foot floor or 14 lengths of a 30-foot floor. Um, looks like 30 feet. So they'll go down and back seven times. Then they'll tag their teammate in, uh, their t athlete two. Athlete two will advance to their pistol squat station. They'll hit 42 pistols. I believe they'll do 21 on each leg. They'll do 21 on the right, 21 on the left. Um, and then they'll, again, advance to their 420-foot shuttle run. They'll tag athlete three. Athlete three will move to the pull-up bar, 42 chest bar pull-ups. Then they'll advance to the shuttle run. After athlete three finishes their shuttle run, they'll tag athlete one back in. Okay, so, so here's my question. Can you switch up, or does it have to be the same person? We don't know. We're going to assume it's going to be the same person. Okay. So they're going to tag Would've athlete been a good one. question for Brian. Damn. Yep, they're going to tag that athlete back in. They'll hit the same exact thing, same exact format, except for the shuttle run, they'll do a 240-meter row. Do you think they'll hit the second set unbroken too? No. And I think, I don't, I don't think all will hit the second set unbroken. I think the teams that win uh, or the teams that come close to winning will hit both sets close to unbroken, meaning both sets, meaning the chest to bar and the handstand push up. Um, I think there are some athletes that have the capacity without a doubt to do all of these movements unbroken on the teams. And maybe a handful that are going to be really good at the pistol squats on broken. I think Jeff Adler is one of them. I think if Noah is elected to do his pistol squats and that's the movement he does, he has the potential to do both of those sets unbroken. Um, let's hey, see. Hey, I'm guessing Travis Mayer for pistols. No, no, I would guess Travis Mayer for chest to bar. Okay. Uh, and I would guess Chandler Smith potentially for either handstand pushup or pistol and Noah Olson handstand pushup or pistol. I would guess on Pat's team, Adler does the pistols without a doubt. And Pat does probably the handstand pushups because Brent, I don't know. Brent's not great at handstand pushup or chest to bar relative to the field. And that's again, that's so relative to the field. He's just longer and I'm not sure which he's worse at. He works a lot on handstand pushups and Pat is really good at chest to bar. So they may elect to have Pat on the chest to bar, Brent on the handstand pushup. And Adler on the pistol. We'll see if that plays out right. Uh, there was a, a question here, really quick. Is Brian uh, Snarky? You have uh, is Brian friend generally Snarky? Uh, we uh, in our group uh, are it's an intense group, and there's probably 15 of us, and it, we are. Uh, it is not a place for the faint of heart. I will tell you that. I don't know if he's generally snarky, but uh, we definitely go hard. Uh, the floor is 11 yards across, down and back is 22 yards, 44 feet. The MVP, and this is not easy for me to say. Sorry, 11 yards across, that's 33 feet. Okay, so that'll be interesting. 
The MVP of the Wadapalooza 2023 uh, Media Awards, I think the MVP, unless something happens to him and he were to die, uh, Caleb, it's in the private chat, goes to uh, Brian Spin of Barbell Spin. If you do not follow this guy, you have to see this video that he shot of uh, Guy Malheros. This looks like it was shot with an iPhone. It is the best footage we have of the 395-pound lift. It is 100 times better than the footage the CrossFit Games has. The CrossFit Games, it, it, this is a guy who spent $250 on an air ticket and is sleeping on someone's fucking couch, probably sharing it with another guy sleeping opposite directions, making sure not to go uh, pole to hole. Right? It's pole to pole or hole to hole. Hold the whole pull to uh, hold. The, the video he has on his Instagram of this lift is absolutely remarkable. There's people all over, including the CrossFit Games, I think, who are taking screenshots of his video and reposting it. Uh, this guy is killing it. Uh, not only that, but he's in the comments giving us updates on the length of the floor because we're sitting in our cushy chairs. Taylor has someone rubbing his feet right now. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and Caleb has his feet in warm sand. Cold sand, but yeah. Sorry, cold, cold sand. Where are you, dude? <laughs> I don't know. I look. Uh, okay, so I just want to tell you guys that we really appreciate people like uh, I haven't seen Patrick Clark much this weekend, but uh, he's usually great in the comments. And when we have people like uh, Spin in the comments updating us on the on the floor dimensions, it's crazy. It adds so much to the show. Um, hey, that seems like a crazy thing for the judges to have to count for a shuttle run. That's only fucking. You have to go back and forth seven times. I mean, right? No? Yeah, that, that's a lot of room for error. Yeah. That's probably one of the harder movements to judge, just counting-wise. Right? I don't know. If you have a scorecard and you just make a tick at every down and back, it's not that bad. So, Is that how it works? Not sure how they do it. They, have the, they definitely have a scorecard and a pen. I'd be surprised if they didn't do that. And I don't think this workout is one on the shuttle runs unless you're extremely fast. Um, I think for athletes, the workout's one on speed of repetition on the gymnastic movements. So basically, this shuttle run is just to get the heart rate up and annoy people. The best athletes will all move relatively quickly on it, and the teams that aren't very fit, it'll show on the shuttle run. Uh, Sevon, just say my name for no reason. I can think of two reasons to say your name, Constance. All right. Uh, don't forget, Trish. Uh, we have Trish in the comments. Uh, uh, it's extra special. You're right. Okay. Uh, the barbell spin, the judges are not making tick marks while judging right now during the shuttle run. Well, doing I'm sure someone, someone's probably going to fuck it up. They're Mike Halpin, it's right – it's year of the shuttle run, uh, Mr. Self. You agree? No, I think anytime you see something released in the open, people adopt it pretty heavily and frequently in the year or two years to come following. Um, so I don't know that it's a year of the shuttle run. I remember when wall walks were released and everyone was doing wall walks again. Uh, dear Adrian Bosman. Quit trying to make shuttle runs happen. I, I love shuttle runs because it's a way to include running in an online competition. And running is, you know, arguably the most important human skill and fitness that you could possibly possess. 
You know what's kind of cool about it for CrossFit too is like we don't really do much direction change. No. And in shuttle runs, it's more about, especially in this style of running, it's more about direction change and acceleration than anything. Your pace in the middle of the shuttle run is not as important as how quick you turn around and get back up to speed. And that gets the heart rate up a lot. Yeah. It it is interesting, by the way. Look when these guys turn, how much some of these guys lean. That's got to be the most efficient way to do it, right? I mean, they are like at a 45-degree angle when they turn. Look at this guy in the blue here. Yep, yep. When he turns. How he's steep cooking. his angle is. Yeah, yeah he's moving. He's he's good at shuttle runs. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. And then what? And then you, both your feet have to cross the line. Uh, both your feet have to cross the line, and you have to touch with one hand behind the line. I saw Fikowski actually in one of his shuttle runs yesterday uh, or the day prior. He would touch with his backhand, and his front hand would also hit the ground in front of the line, and it looked like a really efficient way to change direction. So he would place both hands on the ground. Both feet would cross the line. He'd put one hand down behind the line and touch just on the line or over the line with his other hand to help him change direction and then push off. He was moving. I mean, there's got to be someone who's cracked the code in some other sport already on these, right? <laughs> look at look at guys who run the the shuttle in the NFL. The they, five they, ten five and all that. Yep, they're crazy good at it. They break it, they break it down to a science, basically. Yeah, there's like whole. Um, Training, training programs, programs just to make just the five ten five your better yeah. part of the combine. Uh, we are thirteen minutes away from uh, the start of the team's event. One, our takeaways are that uh, a lot of athletes are having buyer's regret, right, Taylor? A lot of the athletes, yes, are having buyer's regret. I think there are some that are excited, uh, some that are going to have fun. I think Pat's probably one of those, uh, but we'll see how the weekend plays out. Okay. Uh, Let's take a quick look at the uh, leaderboard. Let's go over the teams here real quick. We'll start with the men's. There are no scores in the leaderboard, obviously, because the event hasn't started, but we'll give you a refresh. From what I'm hearing, these these, uh, events are going to be broken up into two uh, giant heats. Uh, is that what you're hearing too? I haven't heard anything on the heats. Okay. Uh, so we'll just scroll down. Uh, oh, oh, we can't see them by names. Well, I'm, let me the- find Brian's post. He has the names on there. Oh, okay. <clears throat> awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be much better. Let's look at the name, the team names, though. Go back to that if you can while we're sitting here. Some of these team names are – we can make fun of them while Caleb's pulling up the uh, post. Three Poppies Latinos. Not bad. AOD X boys with feelings. Not sure. What uh, that but, hey, that's got to be Com Porter's team. Can you no. click on that? It, just I just see feelings. Oh, uh, we don't see shit. Yeah, I feelings. Oh, oh no. Harry Lightfoot. Damn, it's okay. uh, they're the boys. Canadian PB and J. That's definitely going to be Pat's team. Pat, Brent, and Jeff. Daddy's Angels. Wow. Oh, wow. You can see the teammates up here. That's awesome. Okay. Let's go to, uh, go to three poppies, Latinos. Who are these guys? Oh, they got an Escobar on there. It's Joe. No, not the same guy I'm thinking of. Is it Joe? Piero? Uh, two, two guys from uh, Chile and a Joe Piero from the USA. Okay. Let's go down to. Gilman Athletics, good dudes. Crossfit uh, crash. CrossFit crash. Click on that. Who do we got here? Oh wow. Okay, they're they're uh, competing under Jr's gym. Wow. 
not CrossFit Naples. Cool. Hey, that means uh, that means Jr. had to give him some money, right? Had to give him like buy him an orange juice or something. I'm sure he helped out. Potentially, I don't know. Is he coaching that team? No, he's not no. even there. Okay. LSKD. I would assume that is Khan's team. Nope. Wow. Khan's team is Le Boys. Le Boys. <laughs> I want to see this. I want to see this website. LSKD. Let's, oh wait, I take it back. It. Is that what do you think that stands for? I think it's just the boys. No, LSKD. Oh. Do you know? No. I can go to um little small kitty dick. Wow. Wow. I hope not. <laughs> God, I hope not. Uh, little small cons dick. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like sucking. Oh, it's called it's loose kid. <laughs> it's loose kid. Loose Kid is an Australian-owned and operated brand that prides itself in producing high-quality, functional sportswear with a street aesthetic. Pull that up. How do you know it's Loose Kid? It says on their website, ever since our formation in 2007, oh, we've, never wow. been con- we've never been content setting for the norm. I fuck with that. Loose Kid? You wear yeah. their stuff? You like it? They sent me some stuff, and it was pretty nice. So they sent me some. I picked out these like cotton shorts. They're like almost like pajama hangout shorts. The only thing I and this is probably how I have like a fucking 1950s washing machine, but they shrunk so much, so like the inseam presses up in between my testicles. Oh, that's not nice. good. Aside from that, but that's my fault. I have a shitty washing machine, but their stuff is nice. Hey, we uh, we strongly value the community we've created. Do do clothing companies create communities? Maybe they're community of influencers. They have some cool people on board. I'm pretty sure. Matt, I really like the. I really it's like the pictures. their pictures yeah, on their website. It's cool. like a similar, similar kind of brand approach, marketing approach to rad global. I like LSKD. They're, they're super cool. And their stuff is really, really nice. I hate the word marketing. Rad left me on red in their DMS and Ooh. LSKD sent me some apparel. So I like LSKD. Put them on. T- hey, put them have on. you ever, I have this, uh, Ariel Lowen sent me some born primitive, uh, joggers. Nice. Absolutely the nicest pants. I can't I can't those take the, them off. Those are the best joggers ever. Really? I, I got I gotta get some. It's you fucking have. nuts. I can't even believe I wear joggers. I never thought in my life I'd be a jogger person. You can like work out in them and have no issues with mobility. Like, I also cool. got a, sh- a pair of shorts from LSKD that like that they look like like the color looks like a gray denim, but they're like a workout board short. And they're so nice. Not those. Scroll down. Hey, can you put on those shorts that split your testicles in half? And I want to see if it changes your voice. Wad Zombie wants to know too. Castrato type of. uh, Do you know what that is? Castrato. Yeah. Yeah. Castrato is like chop the balls off a kid when he's little so he keeps his voice up. Yeah. How fucked is that? Speaking of Castrados. Speaking of Castrados. Hi, John. Oh my god, <laughs> that's fucked. Do you know what that is, John? A castrato? No, no, what is it? It's like this was from the early 19th century and prior to they stopped doing it. I think in the early 1800s, they would castrate children before they hit puberty, so they would keep their uh voice pitch. Oh my gosh. One of the favorite, my my most favorite places I've shopped, and I've shopped fucking everywhere in the world. I feel like is a one of those shithole knockoff 
uh, tracksuit tracksuit shops in Harlem. Wow. I don't. I would love like to that. see what would happen to you if you walked in there, Caleb. So if, uh, not uh, Caleb, uh, uh, Taylor. Dude, I grew up yeah. on the fucking streets. We would be boys. Hey, but let me tell you, these this shop is hard. Really? Was, people would I mean, be looking, I wouldn't. Yeah, dude, you would stand out like a cherry on top of chocolate ice cream. There's I not. Would, I was the only white person out of like 500 people in there. Yeah, but you don't have to be hard to go in there. You don't have to like, oh, I'm hard. I'm just, hey, I want to buy some shit. And they're like, yeah, right. yeah, you're right. But I'm just telling you. Money, but whatever. And it, it's the most, it's like just rip a store just full of rip off tracksuits. And it's like, I can't even believe how it's heaven. There's Wait, a business right next to our gym that sells rip off like Gucci and shit online. It's, it's just heaven. an online they, they apparel really do company. That in the 1800s, like they really did that. So like if Justin Bieber was born in the 1800s, they would do that to him. Allegedly, allegedly, it happened to Michael Jackson, and not they didn't they didn't like actually surgically gastrate him, but chemically. So mm-hmm. that's that's insane. They that's... have interviews with his uh, childhood pediatrician that they gave him some of the same drugs that they're giving kids now for transition therapy, like hormonal transitions. Mm. Crazy shit, dude. Sorry. That this would explain so podcast. much. I mean, dude, it works. It's insane. Yeah. The comments are going to kill me. I, I kind of am a conspiracy theorist. I like all that shit. Uh, primitive hormone blockers, medieval times, Tony Andrews. I, um, you know, what's crazy is I never, I've never listened to Justin Bieber in my life. And about three days ago, I, I, I just decided I would get to know his music and I've listened to like 200 songs in the last three days while I work out of Justin Bieber songs. It's actually pretty good shit. You while you're Justin working Bieber? out? Yeah. While I'm working out. Well, I'm when I'm in there with my kids. Yeah. Jay Biebs. Yeah. I don't, hey, I'm not, not a big fan bad. of Jay Biebs. I put a, I, I put videos on. He's too like. There's some celebrities that that like just put on this fucking facade of being so hard, and it's just like no. Negative. You get that from him? I don't get that vibe from him. He has like face tattoos, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here, dude. He's fucking silver spoon fed. Not even I don't he's good at skateboarding. I don't keep up with. He is good at skateboarding. No, yeah, he's, he's not. like yeah, he he's is. average. He's average. Okay, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sousa's pretty good skateboarder. I'm taking Sousa's. Uh, Sousa's, Sousa's fucking getting bummed, and I'm shitting on his boy. Uh, uh, RB, I just told my wife that I love the show because it's honest and unfiltered. It's what we need with everyone worried about being politically correct. Thank you. But since you guys started talking about Bieber, I hate you guys. Adios. Oh, that hurts. RB. <laughs> Bieber fever. Savon and Sousa have Bieber fever. I'm I'm a believer. Taylor, don't take that away from me. Hey, uh, I, I was talking to someone the other day uh, who spent a bunch of time in prison, and he says a face tattoo uh, means one thing. You, you yeah, now it means you're a puss. It means that, yeah, it means that you took it in the in the dumper uh, as a kid. That doesn't mean you took it in the dumper as a kid. Hey, yeah, that, yeah I think it does now. Why don't yeah, I have any face issues. tattoos? <laughs> there's time buddy it's not exclusive it's a correlate there's time there's time oh shit there's time uh one uh, you, you know one of our dear friends i shouldn't say his name because he's told me never to say but he has a massive tattoo on his head that's what but, i want but he's let his hair grow over it so you can only see it when he shaves his head like i, I kind of want a skull I, tattoo no dude you remember sons of anarchy the fucking dude who had the mohawk and the two tattoos on the side yeah i can't draw a mohawk because all of my balding is right here so, so it would be like a patch and then maybe a little hawk in the back but i've always wanted a head tattoo i bet it would hurt like fuck 
Uh, Jedediah Snelson, one of the uh, better guests we've ever had on the show. I wasn't listening live earlier, but I had to jump to live when I heard Taylor saying running is one of the most important tools in fitness. Oh, this yeah, is a guy in a wheelchair. Jedediah, you're a boss. <laughs> He's like, fuck bullshit. you, bitch. Well, dude, you don't have to run anymore. You can move fast as shit. So it's like the same thing. You covering ground in your wheelchair, equivalent to running. You just do it with your arms. Oh, my God. That's a great – That's com- I, I wish we could – can we pin comments? God, that one's good. Uh, oh, oops. I almost put him can on timeout. Just, can you look up – Caleb, can you look up this comment, uh, Jason Ellis head tattoo? Or is that the one from Sons of Anarchy? So this comment is intriguing me. Okay. Uh, also, Caleb, we should pull up uh, because we're one minute away from this event starting. Can we can we see what teams are taking the floor now? Is there anywhere we can know that? Did y'all go through what the first event was and all that? Yeah, no, we, we did. Yes. It. Too late. Hey, uh, I got a question though for you, John. John, do you know that if you're the guy who does the first round of pistols, if you have to do the second round of pistols? Um, I believe it specifies. Um, it says athlete one, but I couldn't tell if, if you, if, yeah, athlete if it's won. athlete one, I assume you're athlete one the whole time. So athlete one will do the handstand pushups. Athlete two will do the pistols and athlete three will do the chest to bar. So you're doing 84 of whatever movement you are. At least that's how I read it. We'll see how, uh, if they've specified any way differently, but I don't know why they would say athlete one and athlete one. You know what I mean? Okay. Hey, Dick butter. I never said I was hard. I'm actually a pussy. Uh, he's not a pussy. You're crazy. If you think That's that. not true. Taylor is not a pussy. <laughs> yeah, you're crazy if you think that. Not you. I know why you're saying it, but. Why uh, okay. is John eating? I'm about to take his place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to start eating. I, for those of you who have the eating podcast fetish. I'll fast. I'll fast right, until we get off. Okay. Uh, any any quick picks? Any any uh, quick picks you want to give us for? Uh, okay, 2023 Tier Wadapalooza Miami Elite Teams oh, Event cool. One. Start fast, finish faster. Uh, these are the team names. Uh, in the uh, darn it, God, I hate team names. Okay, we can't give you much information about. It. We'll just tell you as we see people out on the floor. Conquers um, BBC as a team name. <laughs> I really just want to go by the people's names. I wish we could do that. Uh, can we go to Brian's post really quick? I do know this. Um, they have seeded the athletes. They have seeded the teams by the best teams going in the second heat. So they've reseeded in a way that they didn't reseed the individuals. And uh, I'm so happy that they've done this. This is going to be absolutely, um, it's going to be significantly better to watch as a fan. You know, they had Ooh. that they had that snafu where they had uh, uh, Roman Krennikov in lane 18 and Pat Vellner in lane one. And that was just nuts. So, wow. so we're, we're not going to have that issue anymore. We've got All-American girls, Brooke Wells, Amanda Barnhart, Christy Aramo O'Connell. That's a tough team. And so are GoWad girls who we have Emma McQuaid, Sola Sigurd daughter and Jackie Dahlstrom. I mean, that's an underrated team. That team could win. That's an underrated team. The AKA humble killers for this, this workout. It's three gymnasts. Yeah. Yeah. Also Invictus. Who's that? Who's that? Sorry. Who's before you go to Invictus? Who's that? The the gymnast, uh, Carrie Pierce, Ariel Lowen and Alex Kazan. Wow. I mean, those are three people who do body weight movements. All really, really good. What is, uh, what is Mal O'Brien's team name? Uh, daughters and 
uh, O'Brien daughters. M- it's daughters no, feet MOB. What is it? Daughters FT MOB, like featuring like a band. Mal O'Brien daughters featuring Mal O'Brien. I don't I, see that team name. Hey, I think Mal O'Brien, regardless, is the winner of this week. I'm not. She's going to realize how good she is this week. I mean, she should have done individual and this. I'm not she seeing that team name on the leaderboard. Mm. What team name? Daughter's Feet MOB. Unless I changed their name. I'm just going to go through. Hey, and, do you oh, think they go. invited the Sarah? MOB, I got it. Do you think they invited Sarah or an Icelandic chick to be on their team and, and it just didn't work out? Uh, I don't know what the relationship is like between Katrin, Annie, and Sarah. I know Katrin and Annie are very, very close, but it doesn't seem like she – it doesn't seem like those two women often collaborate with Sarah on things. So I'm not sure. No, yeah. So Katrin and Annie are, go to the same gym, and Sarah lives in a different town than them. And I I don't think they're um, unfriendly with each other, but they do not – associate together very often yeah. hey they should have called their team um uh, mal katrin and uh, annie uh pale pale face like give it you know or pale riders featuring wednesday adams yeah what is this comment what is this comment from can we scroll up on that instagram post what is that what does the caption say and then what is that comment about I think team- it's about uh hopper's team being ranked fifth this one Oh yeah, reply and be like, "That's that's." Hey, let's nice. not talk. I don't want to talk about Jason Hopper on this show unless he's going to pay me. Oh, look at that reply. We're not okay. talking about him. What oh, what good. reply? What okay. reply? Scroll up. What did Graham Scott say? Ah, like that comment. Like that. Like that. Graham Scott. Oh, that's <laughs> guy. Let's go. Uh, Bob, the live feed sucks ass again. It wasn't bad yesterday, was it? Yeah, I was told to stop talking about the live feed, so we're going to shut the fuck up about that, right? Wait, why can't you talk about the live feed? Because, man, I brought it up to Guido, and you sucked his meat and threw me under the bus. Oh, yeah, no, you, no, you no. That was kind of did, yeah. No, 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 no. I, that was a good <laughs> – no, no, no. That, that did happen. I got listen, run over Yeah, but listen, listen. Bus. It's just because Guido wasn't the right guy to talk I know, about. He it, doesn't but. have anything to do with it. But, but I think, look, at this point, we know it's not – Hey, but if it's down, I want to know because I want to uh, – yeah, we want to stream. It's good right now. Yeah, yeah. I want to stream. Yeah. Are pistols on the same leg? Yes, yeah. they are. 42 on the right well. leg and then 42 on the no, left no, no, leg? No, I believe it's 21 right, 21 left. Okay. Okay, guys, the, the women are off. It is the first heat. I don't recognize uh, any of the faces out there. There's a redheaded girl that looks like uh, Emily Abbott the, the, uh, version the 2. Can you teams competing in this heat again? Yeah, as soon as I'm done talking. Wait till I, when I finish the sentence, then you say, can you tell me the teams that are competing? Not in the middle of my sentence. Okay, go yes, ahead. Sir. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, I don't care. It's the people listening care. You know what I mean? Like, Let's try not to talk over yeah, each other. Who, uh, I have all the team names with their people. So like, if we can pull up the teams competing, I can tell everybody who's in on those teams now. Here we go. Scandy Fling in first place. Milford Monsters. Oh, wow. Uh, do you have the stream up, uh, yeah. John? Oh, I do. John, I are you watching? This, no, no, no. I don't have the stream up. No, it's I'll, quite. I'm going to give it to you in private chat. Okay. And for those of you who want to watch the stream that we're watching, I'm going to throw it in the comments. Know that you have to refresh it regularly or you will uh, you'll be screwed. Uh, what's up, Susa? How are you? 
I'm, I'm good. I just got, are, are you guys sure they're taking the floor? They just did the call for them to uh, gather here now. No, they're going. That's heat too, Sousa. Oh shit, their stream is down. Their stream is down. No, it's not, it's is it? Yeah. Back up, back up. So back up. right now, uh, Janie Garrett. Uh, oh shit, Frederique. their stream is down. Sorry, John. Go ahead. I thought Frederique. you said interrupting. Scandy Fling is in first right now, correct? Yeah, they're already on the row portion of their workout. They're six minutes into the workout. That's Jamie <clears throat> Garrett, Frederike Franson, and then it just says Oakley. No uh, no last name. Hey, I must have not been listening to you because I don't remember there being a row portion of the workout. It's the, first, it's the, the second, second portion. So yeah. it's 42 handstand push-ups, 420-foot shuttle run. Tag the next guy in. 42 pistols, 420-foot shuttle run. Tag the next guy in. 42 chest to bar, 420 foot shuttle run, tag the first athlete back in. And they go back through that same thing just with a row for the second round. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair. Conquers BBC is Brittany Morella, Christine Middleton, and Brooke Haas. Brooke Haas is on SMTP. Are you allowed to say that? Yeah, man. She posts my stuff all the time. I mean, if she's on it, why would What team is Michelle Basnet on? She's hey, who's that girl with the red hair who's in the screen right now? That's one year that's that chick's doing SMTP. No, not the girl with the red hair. Michelle Bassinet is on MZA at WZA. They're not going yet. Zoe Warren, Ashley Shoemaker, semifinalist. Not sure about Zoe Warren. And Ashley, that's uh Micah's wife, right? Micah Shoemaker? Yes. Uh, Heidi, I got a quick question for you. Yeah. Is there a different? Is there a significant difference uh, for the athletes who are uh, competing in the shade versus the sun? We saw this in Los Angeles, where there would be like a twenty degree difference on the field. Are the guys in the shade uh, have a significant advantage? I would say so. The shade is significantly colder than the sun right now. As as uh, the- Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was just going to say, as soon as the shade came over, I got to chill and I got to put my second sweatshirt on. Okay, and then over there in the sun, it's short sleeve weather. Yes, definitely. Yeah, okay. I think the workout's short enough where that shouldn't play a big factor. Yeah, I don't think so either. I'm going to take All a right. break. All right, thank you, Heidi. Thank you. I, uh, I like that they don't have to – like they can reset after their pistols. They don't have to um, stay in the air the whole time. Like watching them run after they finish their pistols. Like their legs don't work. The one leg is just broken. The other leg's fine, but the one leg that they were just doing pistols on that they just finished doing them. It's dead. Yeah. It looked like she was wearing high heels, right? Literally. Yeah. looked like she was walking the catwalk. Uh, What were you saying, John? You were in the middle of something. So like they um the pistols they let them reset every time like you can put that leg down like the leg that's in the air you can retouch the ground I think that's much easier to do than um at the games they made you do ten pistols on the right leg ten pistols on the left but you're not allowed to touch the ground or you had to restart um, I personally like it the way Water Blues is doing it better uh, just because it, it becomes more of a who can balance the best. I know pistols are a balancing movement in the first place, but it's also a leg endurance movement. And um, I think it's better – what's the word I'm looking for? Better tested your pistol ability whenever you can reset every time. 
rather than you're just more balanced than somebody else. Okay. Uh, what about the fact that you have to be very careful that you don't uh, put your foot down before you stand all the way up or else you get the no rep? Yeah. And I think judges should be very strict on that. Like that's, I think the judging should look for that and they should be very strict on that fact because they do get to reset, but that enforces better movement quality and all that stuff. Right. I apologize. I'm looking down at my phone, trying to see some text messages at the same time. Oh, okay. You're on. I just saw your text from you. What are you doing in this video you sent me? God, that looks dangerous. A stupid gym thing. Wow. God, I've never seen anyone do that before. All right. You squatted two bars at the same time. I was just... uh, Overhead squat and back squat at the same time. Somebody somebody showed me somebody doing that, and I was like, I can't be that hard. But it looks hard. Uh, 68 likes. Who wants to be 69? Unsporty Beth. What a great photo that is. Uh, so nice to have Chase on the bod, uh, broadcast. Okay, so it looks like uh, Bill Grundler is out. He's finished up with individual, and now uh, Chase Ingram is in, and Sean Woodland will work all the way through. Crazy. Four days straight. I don't know how Sean does it. Hey, Sousa, something's wrong with your phone, dude, just so you know. Your stream is, uh, you're about one uh, frame rate per second. All right, let me restart my phone. Stand by. Okay. okay. What's the so time Scandi cap? Fling, Scandi Fling just minutes. finished. Just finished. There's a minute and a half to go. Um, let me see who that is real quick. That is Janie Garrett, Frederike Franson, and then um, somebody Oakley. I don't. I don't recognize any of those girls from the individual comp. Unless is that Paige no, Semenza? No, no, none of them. No, I just I just read off who they were. Oh, oh those are yeah, those girls who are on the screen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you don't recognize the names, and we don't know who they are. Um, I want to show you something in an interview that Brian Spin uh, did with uh, Paige Semenza. Did you guys see that by any chance yesterday? Uh, is it the one where she just says she doesn't get talked about? Yeah. I'm the yeah. one who sent you that. Oh, you did? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's yeah, it was see. kind of funny. It was it's, funny. I thought it was really funny. Wh- where is is that on YouTube or is it on? Um, it's it was on Brian Spin's Instagram. Oh, on his Instagram. Yeah, I'll find it. Yeah, let's play that a second because I, 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 I feel her. I understand totally what she's saying, and uh, and I kind of want to respond to it. I mean, she's a fantastic athlete. On one hand, you would think, why doesn't she get a lot of attention? But she's kind of trapped in no man's zone. When you have people like Colton Mertens or uh, uh, Kerstetter or Emma Lawson or uh, I, I don't know. Uh, Jason Hopper, you know, you have, you have these people and then you have her who's kind of caught in no man's land by that. I mean, there's a lot of people who are really good like her and there's nothing about her that just, just stands out. I mean, look, look at Scott Panchik or Travis Mayer. 
They're kind yeah, of stuck I mean, in that's this. A good, that's a good analogy. Yeah. They're kind of stuck in this no man's land. They can't, they're so fucking good, and the great people wouldn't have a name if they didn't get to beat people like Scott Panchik. But yet, let, let's play this. I, I'm, let's play this. This is uh, Paige Semenza being interviewed by Brian Spin. Uh, Brian Spin is the MVP media outlet, the Barbell Spin, for the 2023 Wadapalooza event. Okay, action. Came out of nowhere on that. Well, that's kind of the, you know, when no one talks about you or anything like that on social media, you're going to come out of nowhere, right? So, we got a little dark horse, I guess. I, uh, I honestly, <clears throat> I was shooting for a home run on that. So, okay. I kind of called it before the week, um, just short of a full home run, you know, yeah. but. I came out pretty close. So. All right, here we Just go. First team to the league is your real athletes. Just here to test my fitness. You are not against everybody. So have some fun. Awesome. Great. Yeah, look at uh, she's totally approachable. She's appreciative of Brian speaking to her. I don't want to say she's frustrated, but it was on the tip of her tongue to say when you don't get a lot of social media attention. Um, she's she's uh, she's absolutely worthy of it. It's just, hey man, there's just you know we're we're tripping more on. There's only so much bandwidth we have, and we're tripping on some other people. It, she's in a tough spot. She's in a tough spot. Maybe she needs to like wear uh, clothes that are too small, or she needs to win the games, or she needs to be six inches shorter. I mean, she's just a regular, amazing fucking person, right? She's she's just a right. You're just a regular, super amazing person. Uh, but uh, but I appreciate what she's saying. I'm not hating on her. It's like she's put in the work. She's the real deal, right, guys? I mean, that's uh, it, it, you could wake this girl up at, at fucking three in the morning, have her come outside and do Fran, and she'll be fucking beat at eight billion of the eight billion and ten people on planet Earth, right? Yeah, I mean, she's she's one of the fittest women in the world, but there's just she's not top ten fittest in the world, and it's hard to, uh, like you said, it's hard to talk about everybody. But I like that she said it; it felt personal. Yeah, yeah. And me too. I'm glad that it is personal. You know, if she yeah. starts winning events; she'll get talked about more, and that's what she did. That's why we're talking about her. The thing <laughs> so, is, though, the thing is, though, there are athletes that are not even close to top ten fittest in the world that get so much media attention, and I think it's just them putting an effort in to market themselves. I know, right. Sevon, you hate the word marketing, but maybe, maybe that's the wrong word. But they <clears throat> they take to social media and Instagram a lot more than other people, and if she's not investing in that, then it's hard to get and- people to follow you. And some people are just more marketable than others. And it's not, that might not be fair, but Colton Mertens is five foot three with a mullet and doing things that five foot three people should never be able to do. Like, and, and we where, get to wash him hose shit off the side of a barn at four in the morning from, before he works out. Which there's is cool. a place they sell pigs. He's there's from no freaking Iowa. In the world. Like, you know, that's marketable. <laughs> Okay, the second heat of women, uh, but Paige, thank you. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, look at uh, Shia Dance. She's strong as fuck. Uh, the second heat is getting ready to go. They've uh, they've all taken the floor. Uh, okay, the fans are on their feet. Oh, it does look cold there. People are in the shade or jacketed up. Heidi's not joking. Do you want me to read off who these people are? Let's do it. Okay, Kolesnikov. Um it's a bunch of Russian names that I don't know how to say. Sorry. Fair. The uh, Russian team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> team Savage is Lindsey Grassis, Daniel Oliveri, Elena Savage. Um, Invictus Chicks is Lauren Stallwood, Emily Rethwill, and Allie Weiss. If at any point you want to talk about anybody, just speak up. 
I just have to show um, you this. This is fucking incredible. This chick is doing is gonna do four. These chicks are just crushing the handstand push-ups. Look at this. Oh, that chick's done. Oh, they're fucking racing. These chicks are racing. Sorry, John. These chicks are racing. Did you see that? I didn't know it was going to be like that. Oh, yeah, the whole entire way. So best buds in Scuds. That's who's in the lead right now. That's Allison Scuds, Christine Best, and Elena Buds. And they are in the lead. Behind them is Team Sweets. It's Maria Langford, Ella Canona, and Hannah Carlson. Seven likes Hannah Carlson a bunch. Yep, huge fan. Okay, after them, we got... Uh, John, let me throw one thing in here. If you want to see the difference in athleticism, there are some goofy motherfuckers out there right now changing direction. Yeah, shuttle runs reveal athleticism so much, and I appreciate that about that movement because I think that's I mean, there were some there were some girls out there changing direction like I would imagine the Pillsbury Doughboy changed direction. Like they changed direction like like they were obese when they're not obese you know what i mean like it was some goofy shit i would understand if it was after the pistols but this was after the handstand push-ups okay we got go wide girls in the lead now that's jacqueline dahlstrom sola sigger daughter and emma mcquade i would expect them to murder this workout and how's the uh frame rate looking now did that solve the issue or is it still choppy it's still pretty choppy yeah still choppy it almost looks like you're not even like uh, like it makes me think like yeah no it's very choppy very beautiful picture a clean picture but like Heidi's is just a great frame rate maybe it's where you're standing brother All right, it's going to be go fun somewhere else. To, it's going to be fun to see how fast Mal does these pistols uh who's on the who's the Goad girls team again Goad girls is Jacqueline Dahlstrom, Sola Sigger daughter and Emma McQuaid. so you have three games athletes on that team i expect them to just just i mean honestly just be better than everybody else there um, okay, yeah, they're crushing it. There's no big names in the top five right now. So training culture, except training for culture has Oihana Moya Oliver, Oliver who uh, competed in the individual. Oh, wait, how many heats are there? Probably four. Oh, okay, I was thinking there were just two heats. Are you sure there's just two heats? I'm not, yes. but that's what I was told. I don't think we've seen Mal O'Brien's team. Yeah, Mal would Mal O'Brien would be. We haven't seen Laura. We haven't seen Gabby's team. Um, there might be at least a third. Yeah, I okay, think maybe not. Just look at how many rowers are on the on the floor. You would expect to. Yeah, and maybe that's because of yeah. Andrew Nissler's team hasn't stage. been out there. Paige oh, Semenza. Guys, one at a time. One at a time. Sorry. Heidi's saying three heats right now. You had the floor, John. Go ahead. You had the floor. Paige Semenza's team has will be in the next heat. Kalen Brebo's team. Um, hey, the, this MMA, this go Goa team has not stopped. Well, it's three games athletes. This in this heat, they are the only heat that have three games athletes on their team. Everybody else um, maybe has one games athlete. Um, just in totality about how fit they are. They have by far the fittest team, at least out in that, out in this heat. And Emma McQuaid won the, and Emma McQuaid won the individual last year, correct? She did. Yes. Oh shit. I just saw someone get a no rep on the shuttle run here. Was that that team? Because they're behind now. It's whoever's on the end uh, closest to us in the uh, video. 
And this Invictus uh, Chicks team, uh, sorry, John, if you already said it, who's on their team? Is it any of the, the games, girls? Uh, Lauren Stallwood, Emily Rethwill, and Allie Weiss. Is is Emily the uh, lady who won the Masters comp, 35 to 39? No, that's Emily Laplin. No, that uh, this, that's Holden Rethwell's wife. Yeah, Holden Rethwell is a male games athlete from years past. Amelia Lepinen is the one who won the Masters. Okay, and she's not on that team? No. Okay. It's interesting to see what, what team gets in the lead by which movement. Because Gowad gets in the lead in the handstand push-ups. And then um, the on the pistols, Jacqueline Dahlstrom's team got in the lead. And then on the, uh, the chest-to-bar, the uh, Gowad girls got back in the lead. Jackie Dahlstrom and Emma McQuaid are on the same team. Yeah, and Sola Sigger daughter. I mean, she's no slouch either. Dude, I don't know what lane this is, but on the right side of the screen, there's a girl in the blue top who's just murdering. Yeah, she was cranking out handstand push-ups just now. Hey, when she took a break, she didn't even stand all the way up. I would be shocked if uh, in the last heat, most of them don't just go unbroken on the handstand push-ups. Yeah, so Jackie Dahlstrom, Emma McQuaid, and Sola are all on Team GoWatt, so it just appears that they're retaining the lead. Uh, Bruce Wayne, that's the best team. Uh, it does look like the best buds. Uh, it's the first time I've seen them in first place. Who's on that team, uh, Mr. Young? Uh, best buds. Scud- yep, go ahead. Al- Allison Scuds, Christine Best, and Elena Buds. Okay. A Scuds and a Buds? And Christine Best, Best is a games athlete. A, a Scuds, a Buds, and a Best. Those are their last names. Mm-hmm. Wow. Scuds, Buds, and Best. This is and who is that on the screen right now? Which one is she? Christine Best. Okay. Like that rhythm is is great. Yeah, yeah those pistols shirt. are unreal, right? She's flying. And you got Dahlstrom on the right? Is that who that is? I think, yeah, that's it looks like Dahlstrom, yeah. And so they have the chest of our round after this, and then they're done, right? Correct. Okay, uh, if you want to see some comedy now, here's where you get to see them start running and uh, where you'll see kind of that, that weird limp they start doing. Like everyone looks like a... Like they're wow. using a cane. It doesn't look like they're doing 21 and 21. It looks like on round one, when they have the shuttle run, they do them all on the right leg. And round two for the row, these athletes are doing them all on the left leg. That's hard. That's brutal. Yeah. Okay. And they're not doing a shuttle run. I apologize. They're just crossing the field. But watch this in our shot. It's crazy. Look at that. She's Yeah, she's limping. Because I mean, I've uh, if anybody's ever done a hundred pistols for time, if you go all out on a hundred pistols for time, your legs are sh- just shaking, crushed after that. And so, if you're doing half of that on one leg, that one leg never getting a rest, it it it's more damaged than people would think. Oh, I think it's pretty damaging. <laughs> really, you do, Taylor? I guarantee there's a lot of people who can do pistols oh. though. That are just think, oh, it's just pistols. It's way, way more damaging 
than people think. What do you mean by damaging? Just like it takes a toll on you. Oh, okay, okay, but not 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 injury. No, 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 like lactic acid fill up. Like your legs just fill up with the lactic acid really hard. Uh, Bruce Wayne, I just spit my bong water out. Uh, Ben Lett uh, on the unicycle. Good morning from Australia. We got best butts and scuds on the pull-ups. They're the only team on the pull-ups. Here comes uh, Dahlstrom's team. Do you think the it's gonna top come down teams, to this girl breaks? Yeah. Do you think the top teams will do all forty-two of these unbroken as well on in, on the in both rounds? Yeah, uh, that's yeah. a lot. Do you ever bruise your chest doing so many chest bar pull-ups? No, I I don't. Emma wow. McQuaid is for Gowad. Is that Emma McQuaid just to the left? Uh, in the white tank top. Oh, okay, okay. The girl to the left has a great cycle rate. In the like the teal top. Yep. Yeah, who is that? I don't know who that is. Look how look at her team's just resting, full rest. Yeah. I think Emma McQuaid, I think we can expect explode. to go unbroken. Okay, the Gowad girls are back in first place. Yeah, Emma McQuaid smashed that yeah. unbroken. She's gonna take this home. If she got in the lead just in the first one, she's not that other girl's Without gonna blow up. Yeah, she's winner. not gonna lose the road to Elena Buds. There's no shot. Yeah. Emma McQuaid's a monster on the rower. She's you know, uh, training she's training in the US with Sam Briggs now. Is that the deal? I believe so. You know what is interesting? Look at the heels of the athletes and you see Emma McQuaid specifically, her heels are coming up on the rower, and that's always a very crossfitty way to row. Do you see the girl in the teal top? See how her heels are staying planted? Yeah. She leans over more. That's that's the That's how you want to row. Mechanically efficient way to row. And that's how rowers are going to teach you to row. You get to engage your hamstrings and glutes more. But CrossFitters, they get tired in the legs and they dump all of that into the the, into knee flexion and quads. Yeah. It's Emma McQuaid would probably have a little more power if she kept her heels down. Uh Alex Bridgeforth, dollar ninety nine damage control. I don't know what that means, but okay, yes. See how there hard that girl with the heels down is pulling? Just so much power. Way more powerful than... Oh, they're done. They're done. Yeah, that was the yeah. last... Okay. I think... Wow. 11 minutes. That a girl. Yeah. 11 minutes flat, basically. Uh, and uh, Allison Scud's team looks very happy with the second place finish, uh, which they should be. Well, this is in that heat. There's still another heat to go. Yeah. Oyana, see she keeps her heels down well. So does the girl in the red. Uh, Mr. Souza, how's uh, how's the scene building up there? It looks like shade has completely taken over the uh, stadium. People are getting a reprieve from the sun. How is it out there in the sun? Yeah, when you get in the sun, it's super hot. And earlier it was much cooler, but... Now it's a really nice temperature, but yeah, escaping the sun's important. How's my frame rate? Is it is it better? Or is it still super choppy? Much better, much better. Okay, okay. I restarted the phone, so I hope that'll work. And then we got to test out our new audio solution. I'm I'm excited to see that it, uh, if it works or not. I think it will. Okay. And uh, have the Indi- uh, have the uh, men's team started uh, warming up yet? Yeah, I'm gonna go back there right now because uh, I think they they just showed up to wear mugs. Okay, we'll and do you know how many heats are going? We're hearing three heats from Heidi, who's on the floor. Do you know how many heats are going? Yeah, that sounds right. Three heats. Okay. And uh, do we have a charger for Heidi's phone? 
Yeah, I could go get her one. Okay. Is she gonna die? Does she have any issues? No, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't ask her, but I just thought of it just now when I had you on here. Dude, the line. So remember when I told you guys last night you couldn't get into that Flagler Stadium? Yeah. Because of the line, it's like tripled in size. Okay, yeah. Barbell Spin says there is a line to get into Flagler to watch, and so basically that means it's like a fire issue, right? That basically only if people leave can you go in. Yeah, exactly. Because once people get in and they get their seats, they're not coming off. Um, if you just saw in the private chat, I said she has a charger, so she's good to go. Okay, cool. Hey, this is pretty awesome. You just entered that whistle. Yeah, that's why I came this way. I knew you'd be stoked about it. So oh, that's, that's awesome. Can you turn around that's and show us that? I had no idea yep. that thing was functional yep. like that. Watch this turn around. I'm going to make it so you guys aren't dizzy. Yeah, boy. Oh, shit. That is the whistle. Wow. Okay. Very cool. And so that stair set that I just came goes down there. You just see these guys are going. Goes out to there. And then right behind that uh, booth is the athlete check-in area. So they'll check in there. Then they get escorted around to those gates that I uh, swung back behind last night to get to the venue. Okay, uh, hold on a second. I'm going to switch over to Heidi for a second. Heidi, these are the athletes uh, exiting? Yep, so they just got done and they're leaving the floor now. The new heat will enter from the other side. The girls seemed uh, pretty pumped. How is the crowd? Is the crowd getting noisy? Uh, not really. Everyone over here is shivering and cold. Okay, so if you're not in the sun, it is cold. If you're in the sun, it's too hot. It's like one of those days. Yes, exactly. And and what time is it there right now? It's only it's approaching two o'clock. Yeah, it's it's uh, four minutes to two. And so the sun won't come back onto the floor, obviously. Right. And the next event is in Bayside, and it looks to be that's over there in the distance, and that is still in the sun. So I think at the next event, we'll still be uh, back to sunny weather. Okay. And we're hearing that there's a massive line to get in. How did you get in and get such a good seat? So I just get here super early and just sit here for like an hour before they start. (laughs) Okay. And what if you have to pee? I just hold it. Wow. God, you're a fucking champ. Caleb likes that. Caleb likes the thought of you holding it. Very adult of you. Sevon, if you, I just figured out that if you have the stream up in another window and you have it in full screen mode, yeah, and you slide out of that, but you keep it in full screen, it doesn't fall behind. Uh, ex- uh, thank you, Heidi. Explain that to me one more time. What do I have to do? So you know how yesterday when we were moving from the stream back to our show, like on your computer, how the stream would fall behind? Yeah. If you have the stream maximized, like in full window, and you slide over then it, it doesn't fall behind max screen. Oh, so if you, if you make the video, take up your entire screen, oh. and you slide over, it won't fall behind. So the way I have it is I have the full screen of the stream. Um, and if I swipe to the right, then I've got ours and it's staying up to date. Guys, lane six through nine is absolute monsters. Let's hear it. Let's hear They're it. They're all together. Wow. Uh, so let's the- hear it. All American girls. We got Brooke Wells, Amanda Barnhart, Christy Aramo. The daughters is uh, Annie and Cap- Annie Thor's daughter, Captain Davis' daughter, Mal O'Brien. Team BPN is Laura Horvath, 
Gabby Magawa and Jamie Simmons. Humble Killers is Carrie Pierce, Ariel Lowen, and Alex Gazan. Oh, wow. All... Sarah. Go ahead. Sarah Sigmund's daughter's on a team. Yeah, they're on the Spacer Angels. Yeah, it, Emily Rolf was with that team, but she pulled out. And so now it's. Uh, Dude, Gabby not... Magawa's taller than Laura Horvat. They're about the same height. God, I would have thought Laura was way taller. Okay, they're getting ready to go. You got, uh, like John was saying, you got Carrie Pierce, Gabby Magawa, and Annie Thor's daughter uh, doing handstands right next to each other. Holy shit, Carrie Pierce is on another level. She did. She's the only person not kipping, guys. Look at her doing yes. strict in the wow. pink tank. Yes. She's flying. Do you think oh. she'll go to kipping, John? Yeah, there or she goes. Think? She just went to it. Yeah. Oh, and, and one of her teammates is warming up pistols. So I oh think her goodness. game plan was to just do 20 as fast as she can and then to get out into a little of a lead and then um, go to kipping. Absolutely insane. Jeez, dude. But they're not in first. Wow, who's that? Uh, that looks like uh, in the purple. Girls? Not sure who that is. French girls. The French girls is Alize Andriani, Medi Granarin, and Marie Robin. Okay, there's a girl here in the fourth lane closest from the screen in purple shorts and a blue top with black hair. Now that's what an athletic fucking athlete looks like. Look at look at her turn and then I her. I think lane. that's Alexis Raptus. Who is it? Yeah, in the white top. No, blue top. No, purple shorts, blue top, uh, lane yeah. five. Yeah, that's that's what. And is that okay. Amanda Barnhart next to her? In the black top. In the black top with the purple shorts. Yeah. Yeah. On I think so. Hey, that she moves pretty good for fucking how big she is. I want to see Mal do her pistols. I know Mal's doing the pistols for them. They're not. Gonna oh my god! I love seeing all the variations of pistols. How about this girl on the right here with the uh the poop uh, colored uh shirt shirt yeah with that spin move out that is um i've never seen that that's some ballet shit i'm digging it it's just not that fast you think that slows her down i think it slows oh, yeah. you down a little bit where is gosh could they zoom out pretty please no they cannot <laughs> so is this uh the girls or is that team next to the humble killers uh, it's lane nine and ten. So, aka Humble Killers, and then French Girls. So, Ariel Girls. Owens on the left, and then French Girls is on the right. Oh, uh, so th- so the girls are Ariel Owens' team? No, 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 no. Ariel Owens' team Humble is Humble Killers. killers. Uh, oh, okay. The girls, the girls is Alexis Raptis, Fee Sagafi, and Christine Colabrander. This looks oh. like Fee Sagafi. Right yeah, here. that is Fee. They're in the lead. The Med Girls are right next to them. Med Girls is Elisa Fuliano, who did individual, Antia Longo, and Elena Caratala Sanahua, who also did individual. Fee is very good at pistols. Yeah, she had, she got a little uh, a little limp to her too. You see that? Oh, look at that girl in the yellow. That uh, <laughs> she's feeling those pistols. That's Kira Milligan. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All also right, good done. at pistols, but not great at running. They're on Chestabar now, and this Christy looks O'Connell like run. Christy O'Connell running with a smile. That's Colin Brander. Yep. Yes. Good eye, Taylor. Uh, you see uh, Brooke Wells uh, getting uh, serious and getting ready. Yeah, Brooke, Alex Gazan for uh, Humble Killers. Gazan's got a great cycle right on the chest bar. Really good technique. 
Brooke Wells just gets on the Chester Bar pull up. Wow. So Cat uh, Mal O'Brien is, is doing, on the Chester Bar. Yeah, I would I can't believe they don't have Catron on the chest. Catron's great at pull ups and Mal is great at pistols, super fast. And they had Catron do the pistols. What well, lane are they in? I don't see them. Lane They've settings. got to know more than we do. Look at Mal's cycle on the pistol. So Mal's fast. got the hot pink top. Okay, thank you. On the far right. Yeah, but they're yeah. not even in the top five, Taylor. Colin Brander's first off the chest of bar from the angle that we can see. Well, team competition's a lot different than individual. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know why you wouldn't have her on the pistols and Captain on the pull-ups. They, Catherine... must know, they must know something we don't. Uh, tell me what you mean by that, Taylor. Team competition is a lot different than individual. Give us something for us, Ignigence. Well, if if a lot of these athletes who compete team, and they're not necessarily game a- games athletes, but they do lots and lots and lots of team competition, they just have experience and communication uh, and some cohesion that a lot of these you know super teams with really fit individuals, but they don't train team a lot, just don't have. And, and, and what would that look like? What would a, like the that level of communication look like? Knowing who's best to go where uh, uh so, sorry to interrupt back. you that's raptus dead center yep. destroying the handstand push-ups yeah, and alexis oh raptus is the dude. best handstand push-upper in the field she's better than carrie pierce no I she's not she's that. not better I than carrie pierce that. she beat carrie pierce every single handstand push-up workout they've done together kipping doesn't strict deficit kipping anything she's all i love this carrie argument pierce. though i love uh, this yeah argument. i just don't believe carrie that. pierce was the greatest we've ever seen until alexis raptus came I firmly believe Alexis Raptus is better than Carrie Pierce at Hanson. Wow. Hey, I want to tell you something, too. They're not talking about the greatest women. They're arguing about the greatest ever. No. Men or women. No, we're talking about the greatest women. All right. Who would you put above her? Colton? Men? Yeah. Noah, Matt, Colton. Noah's not better than Carrie Pierce. Matt's not better than Carrie Pierce. Matt is not better. Yes, he is. 100%. Carrie 100%. Pierce has done 70 strict handstand push-ups in a row without stopping. Matt did 50, and I how, and it was hard for him. How many? Let me interrupt you really quick, Taylor, before you go. To prove the point, it was Carrie Pierce and Electus Rapstis who both got to the rower first. So this is a legit argument. Uh, go ahead, Taylor. Who's then? How many has Electus Rapstis done unbroken? I don't strict? know. I don't. I'm, I don't know Electus Rapstis max handstand push-ups off my off top of my. Like, I don't. I don't know it. I don't know if it's out there. But I know Carrie Pierce has done 70. I know Matt has done 50. Matt could probably do more than 50, but there's a video of him doing it, and it's it's hard for him to do 50 strict handstand push-ups. Well, that workout wasn't just 50 strict handstand push-ups. It was 50 strict handstand push-ups and then 35 with some rest. Yeah, you rest three minutes in between, though. Like, yeah. it's still a max set. Uh, he wasn't doing 70 is all I'm saying. It was 50 for time and then 35 for time. Yeah. The humble killers are switching first and second place back and forth with the girls. Who's on the girls' team again? French girls? We uh, no, just know. the girls. Just the girls. Oh, okay. Uh, the the girls. girls are um, Alexis Raptis, V. Sagafi, and Christine Kohlenbrander. Wow. Uh, and, and who are the humble killers? That's the uh, uh, Brooke Wells, Amanda Barnhart. That's team. Alex Gazan, Carrie Pierce, and Ariel, Ariel Lowen. This is Ariel okay. Lowen doing the pistols right here. So – isn't isn't it isn't it ironic that it is the teams uh, that you guys that, uh, are arguing who have the best person at handstand pushups who are going battling back and forth for first and second, right? Well, Afi Sagafi is better at pistols. Like they're getting their lead on the pistols. Uh, the humble killers are in the lead, and then Fee just better at pistols and Ariel Lowen. Um, but I think the the humble killers they're they're fitter. All three of them are just fitter. <laughs> but Fee and Alexis Raptis 
both have movements that they are like these. Oh, who's limping? Oh my God. Did you see that? I yeah. did Ariel Owen. That's because she, yeah, yeah it is Ariel Owen. That's because she was doing the pistols though, right? Yeah. yeah, but that was not like a, my leg is tired limp. That was like something's fucked up limp. Oh, really? No, I've seen some pretty fucked up running over to the rower. Okay, I have. He is hauling. Let's watch her on the it, way back. The only person that I've seen go unfazed running across the field was Fisa Goffy just now. She so look like at her, she, look at her heels and her powerful stroke rate versus and as well as Katrin's. Katrin's fixed her row potentially because she's working with HWPO now. They focus on the details pretty pretty well. Um, but uh, just guys, look at the power. I want to show you the in the center of the screen. Whoa! Uh, whoa. <laughs> in the center of the screen, you're going to get to see uh, the limp that uh, Taylor Self was talking Ooh. about. Uh, here, it, in the Ooh. same lane, in the same lane that the cameraman is in, uh, you're going to see Ariel Lowen try to All run right. across the screen. Here we go. Colin Brander's up on the pull-ups. This is their last pull-ups. Now, hey, Miss oh, with that was kids. drag foot. That was drag foot. She's dragging her foot. <clears throat> Look the at Misfits girls and the daughters have both made pushes because they were not in the top five before. Misfits is um, Paige Shemenza, Carolyn Connors, and Aaron O'Donnell. Do we think we any of the these daughters. ladies break? Do we think Christine Cole and Brander's got 42 unbroken for a second set? I don't think so. <clears throat> There's also she's good. got it. She's looking a little, she's dumping it yeah, in the bottom. Broke. She, broke. Hard. she broke. Alex looks great. Alex oh, is oh, what happened there? Oh, Alex, come on now. <laughs> Her leg just kind of gave out, I think. Oh From, wow, she's she's she only did five that time. Who was that, uh, Caleb? Um, it was the team next to Ariel Lowen. I'm not 100 percent sure who that was. And, oh, and did you notice how she move, went maybe. back? Did you notice how she went back? Like she thought she had to go back, but she didn't. She was just running Colin across. Brander's done. Correct. Colin Brander's done. They are in the lead. There, I think they're going to win. This is her last row. Oh wow, Mal and Gazan got off on the same time. Mal made a huge move. You're right. She went 42-1 broken, and it made a huge difference. Hey, you guys, we just figured out our our niche. Hmm. We can do instant replay without getting in trouble because it's always going to be less than seven seconds. Well, the problem with that instant replay is, I, I, like, it just it skipped across my screen too fast to really see. Did, There's did no see, problem did, with it. Did, it's brilliant. Okay. It's brilliant. I think I think the daughters are going to get second here, and they've been like. Yeah, Mal made a move. That's that's time. why they put her on the Chester bar, just to finish <clears throat> it out. Well, no hands one up else first, and Mal's rower looks like Mal's winning the rower. No, Colin Brander's got her. Colin Brander's got her. Oh wow! Colin Brander's judges Ooh, hands up. So. Mal's hands judge. Wow! How did Mal make up that much time on the row? No fucking oh, way! There she goes. There's Mal. Wow. Colin Brander's off. Then Mal's off. Wow, time. she made up a lot of time on that row, Mal did. That's surprising, man. There's Christine is killers. a big girl. Uh, so the girls won. That's Alexis Raptor's team, and the Doters took second in this heat. Uh, but we don't. We're not sure how that's no, going to play out. They beat the previous times. They did. Yeah, the pre the time to beat was eleven minutes. So everybody in has beaten that one. Wow. Okay. 1056, 10 uh, Looks like Amanda Barnhart's team and Brooke Wells' team and uh, Christy O'Connell's team beat everyone in the previous heat also. Now everyone who finishes here after. You know who I'm not seeing is uh, Laura Horvath's team. They haven't shown them. No, they haven't. Have they finished? 
There's Sidney Mikulishan taking a beating. Yeah. Man, that rowing looks rough. Did they show uh, Laura Horvath at all? Because I I haven't um, seen her in the warm-up area or anything. They showed her at the She was on the floor. Oh, she was. So you guys did see her. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, they're not on the – okay, they must have finished then because they're not they, – 15 teams are in this heat and they're not on there. What's the name of their uh, team? Do you remember? Wow, Sarah's, Sarah's team. Sarah's – is that Sarah right now just getting on the rower? Woof. Yeah, wow. They're in lane eight, the lower Horvath team. She's not even trying now. Look at Sarah. She's going back and forth between a lot of hard pools and just chilling. Okay, they got seventh. Thor Horvath's team did. Okay. I'm what telling you, there's doing? a way to game these assault rowers. There is a way. There's lots of chatter about it on IG. I wonder if Sarah figured it out just with what yep. she's doing now. Yep, I think she does. I think it's got a great spin on it. Have either any of you guys used this rower? Uh, I used it last year at Wadapalooza, and it was a 2K, and maybe it was 2,500 meters. And there's nobody doing that. Amal ain't a doter. She's a, the mother. Hey, listen, when you're on the doters team, you're a doter. She did get second for them. Like she, it was her, it was her effort that got them second. They were like sixth or seventh that whole time through that until she got in the pull up bar and went unbroken because nobody else went unbroken. Well, I'll say it again: the winner of this Wadapalooza 2023 is going to be Mal O'Brien because she is going to realize how great she is uh, this weekend. This is going to be a huge uh, mental boost for you her. You mean the winner of the games? Just you mean of next year's games? What did? Yeah, you said she's going to be the winner of Tier Wadapalooza 2023. She's the winner of what? Like, like the, the doesn't matter how much money you win here. Doesn't matter what place you take. The winner of Wadapalooza 2023 is going to be Mal O'Brien because her takeaway from here is going to be more important than anyone else's. She's going to realize how amazing she is this weekend, and uh, it's going to be worth. She already knows that. Uh, I I think this is going to help a lot. A lot. I mean, uh, she's there with, uh, she's there with, uh, you know, arguably, you know, the other podium gal, and she's going to realize that there's levels to this, and she's on a different level. You think she knows she's already on a different level than Annie and Katrin? I do yeah. believe she knows that. Okay. Yeah, I think she thinks uh, Tia is a tier above, and then there's no reason she can't be better than everybody else. Everybody likes a little affirmation, though. Everybody likes a little affirmation. There you go. Thank you, Susa. Okay, uh, we have the uh, the. It, it's all the team names, so it doesn't mean shit to me, unfortunately. Um, but I will show you for those of you who recognize the uh, team names. I will show you how they finished up here. Uh, the girls, then the doters, then the misfits with the lady bits. That's a good name. AKA Humble Killers and Victus, those are your top five teams. Uh, the difference between first place and fifth place was uh, 14 seconds, a 10.31 and a 10.40. It's a great, great event for the girls. Um, one, so they were supposed to win it, is what you're saying? No, I don't think anybody, like, that's an event they could have done really well on, and they just they capitalized, and they're not. They are like a top 10 team, but we didn't have them as being a top five team in this, in the whole event. So for them to beat everybody, like this is the fittest women in the world that are competing in this game, in this uh, team event. And 
for them, like these are not names except Alexis Raptis. Right. That that would be in the top 15, top 20 fittest women in the world. Great point. So they handled their business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get what he's saying. Uh, let me reiterate what John's saying. John's saying they got one superstar on the team, Electus Raptus, and then two amazing athletes with the Christine Colenbrander and Fee Sagafi. And for them to put down people like Horvat, Magawa, Carrie Pierce, Annie Thor's daughter, Mallow Bryant, Brian, Katrin David's daughter, they uh, they made a statement. It was fun to see Alexis Raptus and Carrie Pierce go at it, though. Yes, I agree. I agree. Uh, it'll be interesting to get uh, Brian's input and your guys' input as the weekend goes on to say, hey, is Carrie Pierce still got it? Could she go back to uh, individual? Oh, I, I mean, I think she could be top 20. I don't know if she would still be top 10, but she'd be like 10 to ten to 20. If she just came back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Tyler Splide. Raptus didn't even do real handstand push-ups. She was doing those fake ones again, huh? Dang, Team BPN had Laura Horvath on the handstand push-ups to prove a point. Uh, Joe Marco, uh, I'm just reading your comment because you said Paige Semenza. I'm trying to get make this the Paige Semenza show. Don't forget Paige Semenza competed yesterday. Okay, I won't. She's also got team experience. Okay. Uh, with the Timberwolf in 2017. Uh, that was a good team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie Pierce was on Clydesdale yesterday and said she's not competing. Okay, for next year? Okay. Dude, there's this, uh, <clears throat> there's this new post that I just saw that has this government-funded uh, nutrition research project that's rating – the, the categories are basically green, yellow, and red. Red is to be minimized, yellow is to be moderated, and green is to be encouraged. And in I've the green, it. how fucking nuts is that retarded That's bullshit? definitely not new. They put that in all of the, all of the military defects. Every military defect has it set up where they're like, oh, here's a green food, here's a yellow food, here's a red food. Listen they put to that in basic training, and they put it in every – Frosted mini wheats, chocolate covered almonds, honey nut Cheerios to be encouraged. Hey, he's not joking, people. This is real shit, by the way. This is your U.S. government that fucking 69% of you took an injection from is saying putting Cheerios ahead of fucking grass fed beef. Ground beef is fucking at the very bottom, at the very bottom, and their worst rated food at, to be minimized. And you have frosted mini wheats, chocolate covered almonds. Orange juice, just straight sugar, and fucking Honey Nut Cheerios to be encouraged. And then in the moderated category, they have an egg substitute fried in vegetable oil. What the fuck is that? Well, they can only afford egg substitute. They can't actually give you real eggs. That's disgusting, man. Uh, Go ahead, Sousa. I was just going to comment. That sounds about paid for. Yes, of course. Yes. Um, You guys are wondering... The champ is on site now. Wow. Oh, uh, which champ? The only champ that matters. Oh, there he is. There he is. Uh, the only champ that matters. <laughs> there he is. Look at everyone just stares at you hard. Look at the security around Rich Froning. Just telling you, stay the fuck away, Sousa. Did he get swarmed like uh, in this warm-up area by athletes and coaches in the same way that he went on the floor? 
Oh, shit, and, uh, really? He can't even go to the athlete yeah. area? And just as a little uh, bragging moment, I didn't put it on on a uh, film there, but um, he came up and we already had a chat, got a little bro hug, so you could just... Oh, you're a good dude. Hey, yeah. your shit stutters like a fucking mofo in the uh, athlete area. It's it's basically just when you go to the athlete area. Wonderful. Hey, uh, the first heat out of three for the men's first event of Wadapalooza 2023 team event has started. Uh, we have covered the uh, second heat and the third heat of the women um, currently in the lead for the women. I don't think the scoreboards have been updated yet, but we uh, we saw an impressive finish by Alexis Raptus, Fisa Gaffey, and Christine Kohlenbrander uh, wiping out a whole slew of the greatest female teams ever to compete anywhere in the world, so they must be pretty proud of themselves. Um, I would say this. Everyone looked very serious, right, Taylor? I didn't see anyone fucking around. Uh, this is not a, uh, like, hey, just go have fun event, like they said. I mean, people are finishing their 42 pistols and flying out onto the floor. Uh, one girl we saw take off so hard that she fell, fell on her face on the floor. Yeah, she took a she took quite the fall. And then we saw Ariel Lowen literally hop skipping across the floor, keeping all her weight off of one leg. It was crazy. Uh, today, uh, Beaver's a dollar ninety nine for Beaver steak when he gets home. I don't know. I don't. Thanks. When I think of Beaver steak, I don't. I don't think that was the right emoji <laughs> for, for for a Beaver steak. I'm gonna see if I can send uh, Ariel Lowen a um, underdoggy style. That's a that's a good team name. It's good shit. Wow. Under doggy style. style. Let's see. That is. Uh, okay. I just sent Under- Ariel a, a DM. It'd be it'd be good to check in with her. And underdoggy uh, style is Raphael Durand, Mitch McClune, and Ethan Helbig from Underdogs. What does that even mean? Under oh, okay, okay, because it's underdogs athletics. Okay, yeah, great. Uh, all right. Oh, uh, I am going to take a quick. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here. Um, we have a uh, special offer for you guys. Not that. Uh, we have a special offer for you guys. Uh, if you are an affiliate owner and you sign up for the SMTP uh, program, uh, you will get an immediate uh, consultation call with the man himself, uh, Taylor Self. And uh, after we run this ad, he will explain to you a little more uh, in the specifics of what that will include. SMTP affiliate essentially takes SMTP 60 and compete. Uh, The way I program is I start with compete. I program for them. I take elements from compete and I program for SMTP 60. And then I take elements from both and I program for a class setting. When you're programming for an affiliate, it can't be the same as SMTP 60 because now you have to view things through the lens of a coach. There are different things to account for equipment wise uh, and coaching wise. And so SMTP affiliate takes what I view as the best programming and with SMTP compete 60 and it adapts that to a class setting where you have well thought out balance and variance structured progression in the weightlifting and the skill work so with smtp affiliate you get access to the best training you also get access to me we do weekly calls we make out 
adaptations to your gym, adjustments on the fly, and anything you need to make sure that your classes are running in tip-top shape. If you're interested in the affiliate programming, go to our website, selfmadetrainingprogram.com, click the link, and send me an email so we can schedule a consultation and a call. So essentially the deal Sevan was talking about is if you guys go ahead and click that link and set up a call and a consultation we're, prior to Monday, we're going to give you guys a free month of SMTP affiliate to try out. And uh, yeah, so click the link, send me an email, and we'll get a call scheduled. I'll put it in the uh, chat as well. So if anybody wants to use it, there you go. Looks like the Brazilianes are in first, the Almonds in second, the Lads, which I believe is Sam Stewart's team, is in third. Let's see. Where'd John Young go? Oh, he took a break. Went to go eat, probably. Wow. Um, the Lads is Sam Stewart, Jamie Heaton, and Michael Smith from Ireland. Okay, Michael Smith. I know him and Sam Stewart. I'm not sure who the who that second athlete is. The men don't look like they're having as much of an issue after the pistols. Like who's Conquer Lift? Conquer Lift. Let me pull them up. You got them? Yep. That is Devin O'Neill, Tony Fakini, and Elijah Muhammad. Wow. Okay. Devin O'Neill's strong athlete. Same with Elijah Muhammad. Yeah, Elijah Muhammad's been around for quite a while. Yep. I've seen all those athletes on the leaderboard in some places. Almonds. Let me look these guys up. Let's see. Is it the almond almonds or is it all just almonds? The almonds. Oh, they're German. Wow. Kevin Finkins, Tobias Fox, Jonas Zisler. Zisler. That's crazy. Ach ja, voll. Looks like there's still a team working on the handstand push-ups in the back. He's basically down to doubles. Looks like he just got no ripped. Ooh, that ooh, that looks rough. That job. What's up, guys? Yanni boy. First first heat starting. Yeah, they're eight minutes into this first men heat men's heat. Y'all know who the almonds are? They're a German team. Uh, but you don't know their names? Kevin is- Vinkins, Tobias Fox, and Jonas Siesler. The fuck is oh, okay. this guy talking about? They're no. talking about various cities with the name Beaver or Tits or Vagina or Badesi. Wow. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> this guy's lean forward is ridiculous. Does he need to be doing that? Not that much. He's not yeah, that looks a little drive, crazy. I don't think. That's too much. How do you like Sam Stewart throwing? I feel like it's very compact. And oh powerful. man, this this run, <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, these runs that these guys are doing are worse than the girls. Yeah, they're getting maximum so. clappage. We're gonna see a little bit some more cleaner technique when the uh, the big dogs take the floor. But oh wow, look at that guy back there. He's on the ground. <clears throat> I mean, you think about it. That's a that's a two and a half minute all out sprint. Do you think you get like Fran lung from this? Is that like the kind of stimulus you're going to be getting? Oh, without a doubt. Depends Maybe a little movement you do. A little a little more total body lactic with the rowing in there um, than Fran, but without a doubt. 
like the pistols, you get a little bit more of a break lungs wise yeah. than you would with the chest to bar. And <clears throat> handstand pushups is just muscle. That's you're done so fast in handstand pushups, yeah. you almost don't feel it. I think probably the chest to bar is the biggest fatiguing movement of the three in, gymnastics for sure. In engine total body, too. yeah, like lungs wise. wise. And the rowing, I don't know. You know, the shuttle run stings. The row is way more total body lactic acid. No, yeah, the shuttle runs nothing. You just kind of gotta go. What I miss? What I miss? Hurry up! What? I I, I had a uh, Liver King bar and made myself a new coffee. Um, Dude, what's a Liver King bar? It's this really chalky, 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 super chalky bar. What's it like? What's it it made of? Is it the hard soil supplements just cooked, smashed smash down and you eat it like that? You know what? I've never even looked what's in it. I mean, I, I mean, maybe <laughs> once when smart. I, maybe once. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Once when I first got it, I looked and there was nothing in there that scared me like high fructose corn syrup. And I got like three bought. They sent me like three cases of them. My kids won't some, eat it. I bet there's some Reba flavin and some life source in there. <clears throat> what's life, life source? For sure. Um, Definitely well. life source. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Raj Taj, the fucking the jump around shaky guy from the California Regional. What's that guy's name? Oh, uh, raw, 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 raw. Hey, I would I would be okay if there was like life force in there. Then it was like split over like three million bars. But if it's like one life source, one per bar, per bar, I would struggle with that. <laughs> the the jean shorts guy. Yeah, <laughs> one shot it? per bar. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if that what that says about me, but you'd be okay with with one shot of human life source spread across three thousand bars, or you three million, three million bars, (laughs) three million bars. Yes. I mean, what is that? You just get one one piece of life source per bar. That's not bad. What about what about animal life source? What if it was like beef shot? Uh, then two million. I would be good. I would be good with a bar with just one dose of beef shot. Hey, did you see the other day they uh, the Liver King? They they basically took the balls just straight out of a cow and ate it like minutes after they took it out. What the fuck kind of benefit is that? Like, why? Like, I'm sorry, that's just theatrics. That's disgusting. He's been he's been going on like a 72 hour fast too. Is he going to detox from the trend? Or I no. think that's. I, <laughs> he's not. I know he's, I think he said he's off of it, but he definitely, mm. when I saw him doing the fasting thing, I said, maybe this is his detox. You know, he would get a lot of traction if he's like, all right, I've been on this shit for this long. This is what I looked like prior to. This is what I look like now. Now I'm going to take a year break. I'm going to take a 12 month break and we're going to see how I look after he'd blow up again. He, everyone would follow. Me. I don't think I, you I'd can do that. that. I don't think he, he can do that, dude. What do you mean? Why? I don't think you can just be all juiced up like him and just stop. I think something would ha- not so good would happen. It's hard on your heart. Up. The issue is once you start taking those supplements, you kind of like your body is requiring them for like basically forever. Yeah. Because that's Arnold that's Schwarzenegger. Why Go ahead, Caleb. People who uh, take those supplements, they usually are only prescribed them to people who are in their like late 40s to 50s who are having like their bodies just essentially shutting down because they're getting older mm. uh, and so that that once they start taking them they you just require it over the rest of your life 
Give me, give me one second here. Uh, guys, uh, two things. Uh, the first heat has just finished of the men's elite team division. Uh, we're going to start getting some uh, bigger names into the second heat, and we'll start focusing on the uh, competition a little more. And just in from Brian Spin, uh, his YouTube station, uh, we've been given permission to uh, share this video. Uh, it's the interview with McQuay Dahlstrom and Sigur's daughter, our daughter uh, at Wadapalooza after they um, finished this event. What place did they take? Did they take second? Second in that heat. Okay. Or and... no, second overall? No, no, no. No, they didn't. They, they, what's their team name? Oh, Mal took second. Yeah, Mal took second. The girls okay. took uh, first. first. And then maybe third? Well, they'll talk about it here. Okay, yeah. uh, just so you know, Emma McQuaid, the one in the center, uh, she won the individual competition last year. Uh, Dak, uh, Jacqueline Dahlstrom, I'm really trying to get on the show on the uh, right. Actually, I'd like to have all three of them on the show at some point. Okay, here we go. Good job, ladies. Uh, Sola, how how'd you get uh, signed up for the handstand push-ups? I got signed up. By, you wouldn't put me on the chest of bar nor the pistols. <laughs> so, elimination. So. Yeah. Yeah. On the pistols. Yeah. Coming off that and My God. You could barely run. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was that was an interesting experience. I'm not gonna lie. They got they got hard. I saw like her face on the when she turned. I came towards on the second shelf. She was like, ah, I can't just have to keep going. Yeah. I I almost faced I almost faced one. <laughs> it looked like you were in control. That was a great finish at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really think there was an option. I just trying to, at like 30, I was like, oh no. I just like had to wrap my thumbs around and just had to pray I was going to hang on tight. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Brian Smith. I do think that these ladies did win um, they got their ninth. heat, right? They got what overall, John? Ninth. Wow. But they won their heat, right? No. I believe so, yeah. Oh, they were in the second heat? Yeah, yeah, yep. They had 11 minutes, yep. That makes a big difference. Crazy, yep. right? So you're telling me the winner in the second heat took ninth overall. Dude, it matters so much being in the last heat. It does, and I think they would have been faster had they been in the last heat. For sure. Uh, we're, We just saw some uh, men do some test shuttle runs. Looks like the uh, second heat is out there uh, warming up. Let's also take a look at uh, where Souza is. There's Fikowski. It looks, is he not uh, competing? Oh, no. He is. Uh, Souza, Fikowski's competing in that. Um, in that? Wow. Yeah, they all are. They look fantastic. Wow. Look at these gentlemen in the flannel cut off. That's incredible. I got the teams that are competing in the second heat if you want them. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll we'll watch this. Uh, look at everyone uh, paying homage to Rich, giving him a fist bump as they go. James Sprague. Oh, look at there he is. Uh, who was that? That who's the guy? James in the Hepner. Hepner. Thank you. Where's Hepner? He's competing. Right he's right there yeah. in the black. Who's yeah, he he's with? with the Panchicks. Oh wow! Who withdrew? The um, other Panchick brother. Scott. Saxon. Saxon. No, it's Scott Spencer and Hepner. Why did Saxon withdraw? I think he had competed at Rogue or something, and he said that he was just really beat up and he needed to spend some time with family or something like that. He sounded like he was 
like physically pretty beat down. I don't I don't see Scott either. I see Spencer and I see Hepner. Souza, avoid the, uh, avoid getting the pan check bros were not at check in. I saw him at the warm up area, but I did not see him check in. So who is They're it? Hepner and Spencer, and who's their third? Scott in the blue. Is it is that Tudor Magda? It yeah. is Tudor. Is Tudor Matt? Do you know if Tudor is their third teammate? I'm not sure. It looks like it by where they're positioned, but they're all just kind of huddled in here, so it's hard to tell. Where's Scott? Where. You see, you don't even see Scott. No, I don't see Scott. Wow. There's a fan check bro here talking with Hepner, and it looks like Tudor. So basically, look like a team kind of matching shirts. Uh, I'll yeah, send, I, go ahead. I'm gonna send Scott a link and see if we can get him on. And uh, Hepner's a good dude. He's gonna smack this. If there's oh anyone, God, that would be awesome. So bar. good at handstand pushups, pistols, and chest bar. Doesn't matter what you put him on. Just so good. Do all three. It looks like it hasn't been updated on competition corner either. Their if their team has been changed at all. I'd expect. Spencer to do the pistols and Hepner to do probably the chest of bar pull up. Probably the chest of bar because yeah. I think he can go unbroken on that. Oh, both rounds without a doubt. Hey, uh, Souza, absolutely zero footage of Hopper if you can do it. Like zero. Like yeah. if you can just completely cut Jason out of every single shot, that'd be awesome. Anytime I see him, I'll just put my thumb over his face. And then- yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Yes. That's so good. Uh, just anyone else. Uh, uh, I'm not even joking. You don't have to put your thumb over his face, but if he's in the shot, just just unless there's unless Rich Froning's in it or someone that ha- we have to get, just pan away. Why? He's a douche. Okay, second he just going capital D. Sorry, I know he's your I know he's your lover. I'm sorry. Mayhem Avengers are in the lead right now. Because this is biased reporting. And listen, it's an I scratch my back, I scratch my back uh, type of event. And it's like, hey, if you're not going to scratch my back while I'm scratching my back, then I'm not going to scratch my back when you're in the shot. Like, do okay. You, do you think a lot of athletes forget where they come from? No, I don't. What do you mean by that, Taylor? I, I don't. I don't. I don't think a lot of them forget. I think a lot of the athletes get uh, a lot of advice. A lot of advice. And do you think a lot of them, Sousa, are super impressionable? I would say so, yes. Especially I'm, earlier I'm super in impressionable, and I'm 50. Think about, think, uh, Sousa, take a second. How? What percentage of the athletes do you think have a solid enough head on their shoulders to discern between something that's going to be good for them, um, truly, or not, and whether or not they kind of give themselves the freedom to make those decisions and live with them? Do you, do you think there are more athletes with that head on their shoulders in the field or less? Super loud, so I only caught a bit of piece of that, but I would just advise it. Do you like anal? (laughs) That would be a negative. All right. That would be a negative. (laughs) Hey, I have no problem with Topper. I love him, but I'm not not playing the game. But I play the game. Like, okay, good. You don't want to come on the show? Cool. We won't film you either. I don't want to upset him. I don't want to put him on the show if he doesn't want to be on the show. I don't want to upset him. And I, and I would say that any athlete that's on here, especially as they have stardom early on, is making a massive mistake by not doing as much media and building their brain up as much as they can. Because once this time is over, it is gone, my friend. And unless you have a, a solid brain and a solid following and fan base, you will disappear in two years. Disappear. Uh, you can just look at, uh, well, it's pretty easy to, to figure out who to look at. 
Okay, Ryan be. Tate, great value. And I'm not trying to float my own boat. I don't, like, fuck, man, I'm so fucking appreciative of everyone who comes on. But it's like, he, but I'm so appreciative. And no one has to come on. I'm not trying to strong arm anyone. But he doesn't want to be on the show, and I don't, then I don't want him to be on the show. Great value for four days of bros talking shite to each other. $10. Thank you, my brother. Why do you think he doesn't want to be on? I have Honestly, I have no fucking idea. I have no fucking idea. I mean, the fact that Annie Thor's daughter came on, it uh, like tickled my heart, warmed my heart, and I appreciate it. But if she can come on, then like anyone can come on. And everyone who's been on the show outside of OPT leaves here looking better and makes, if anything, I look worse. Like I am a fucking most gracious fucking host ever. I don't, I don't, What's I don't OTP? think I, what? OTP. You said OTP. outside of OT, OPT, OPT, outside of OPT, OTP, OPT. Yeah. James Fitzgerald. That was oh. an accident. I didn't mean to make him look bad. It was an accident. Just the whole interview went sideways. I thought it was hilarious. It was an accident. Accident. Give me a recap. And I love how, um, so, basic. Brian said to him, go ahead, go ahead. It was at the very end. Go ahead, John. Very end of the interview. Going perfect. Until uh, se- 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 basically, he was like, <laughs> would you not say what you do is CrossFit, though? And then. Op James Fitzgerald has a problem with calling what he does CrossFit. He it's not CrossFit. CrossFit has a different definition to him than everybody else, and Sevon included. Would you agree, Sevon? Uh, no, no, no. But, but it was like this. Brian said to him, "Hey, what's the difference between CrossFit and uh, and uh, whatever okay, OPT. He, uh, OPT?" And he said, "It's because it can be scaled for or it's individualized." And I said, "CrossFit's individualized." And he rolled his eyes at me and got angry. He, he said, was oh, like, not- "Do you really not know the difference?" Like, yeah, he, he was mad that Savon didn't know the difference. He basically said to me with with nonverbal cues, "You're a fucking idiot if you don't know the difference." And and then and then of course then the crowd turned on him. A uh, Jasic nine, which I don't mind if someone says that to me. A uh, Jasic nine ninety nine. Thank you, brother. He said that OPEX is more individually scalable than CrossFit is. I would say that any exercise protocol is individually scalable, and it's the coach's job. And whether the coach is good or the coach is not good is the determinant of how scalable that exercise program is. You can scale a fucking track program. You can scale a fucking Olympic weightlifting program. It just depends on how good of a coach you are. Uh, Sousa, have you um, you, uh, exchanged any words with a Roman? Like, have you heard English come out of his mouth? Yeah, I told him great job, gave him a fist bump, and I got a thank you. <laughs> like when you're scaling. Go ahead. Sorry, I'm caught up on that. Hey, the, the, I talked to the media guy. They said he actually speaks pretty good English and understands it very well. They just think he's just a little uh, shy as far as like his accent and uh, kind of that. screwing it up. So he, they that. said he, he speaks and understands more than he understands it. Okay, tell him I love him. Uh, Gershwin makes a very interesting observation. Proven in HWPO does not do Sevon at all. That might be true. Uh, I, uh, Matt and uh, Shane are very uh, nice to me over text, like when we text. So, um, but but that may be true. I've never. I've Matt's been very honest with me. Uh, Shane, I I just I think they just keep kind of pushing me off. But I but I've left all those people alone too. You know, I'm trying to think. Like I've invited Brooke on and Sydney Wells on and Mal on, but but I'll pretty much leave them alone now. But there is that thing that they should be aware of. Uh, what have you done for me lately is a real phenomenon in this sport. Um, so you should find that podcast, though, Taylor. You should try. To yeah, I'm going to pull it up and look it's, at it. The thing it's about pretty great. It's the last 10 minutes, right? Yeah. 
It was doing great, and then it just fucking fell off the rails. The thing about scaling, or at least as CrossFit teaches, is they teach you that the first thing that you scale is intensity. So you take the same workout for somebody and scale the intensity down. Second thing you scale is the volume or the movement variations or the movement options. And then the last thing that you scale is just a completely different movement for injury or whatever. And it's shocking to me that he maybe didn't even know that that part of the methodology existed. Well, before you pass judgment, just, just listen to the podcast because he can explain his thinking better than we can. Okay, I will. True. I it is. It does look like it's Tudor. Wow, yeah, they're starting to gather together a little more. Who do we think takes this uh, this heat? Where's Mikey, Where's Roman Noah? Avengers. Oh, the last one. Where's Noah and Chandler and uh, Mayor? They're, they're kind of huddled into the uh, back here. Uh, Chandler already came out and had a quick conversation with him. And uh, Noah was kind of delayed getting some stuff in the warm-up area, so he, like, ran up and caught up with everybody. But they're all the way in the back. Back Dude, in the second heat, the Mayhem Avengers are killing everybody. They are 36 pull-ups ahead. Wow. And who's on that team? Uh, it's They're from Argentina. I've got Augustine Riquelme. He's a games athlete. Um, Santiago Kumba and Piero Gorichon. Gorichon. And the three wizards, that's the guy that does all like the, the trippy yep. dancing there in second? Yep. And Philip Muscarella and then uh, CJ, CJ Gerald. And, th- and those those three wizard guys took fourth here last year? Uh, it looks like they're behind in the schedule. It's 244 and on the schedule it says that this event's supposed to be over at 249. Yep. Um, Tyler Eggerman was on their team last year, though, not CJ Gerald. The three wizards, Mayhem Avengers. I have this team, uh, I have this event being over at three, uh, 1206. Uh, oh, okay, then they changed it. Wow, Nick Matthew competing team. But, but here's the interesting thing I have the women's team starting before these men are done. Oh, wow, they're done. 1009. You have that. What? Yeah, you're right. They are. It's overlapping. Okay. And is is that going to be at bit? Let me ask Heidi if what she if what she's heard about that here really quick. Heidi. Hi. Hi. How are you? Does your arm does your arm hurt from holding the camera? I'm switching hands back and forth. You're ah, oh, that's how my wife does it. Um. Hey. Uh. Where it looks like these events, thank you, Caleb. I'm glad someone heard that. These these events are going to overlap, is what it looks like on the schedule. That the men will be still going when the women start uh, somewhere else. Is that is that how you interpret what's going on? I think that's true, and maybe that's a way to mitigate the crowd a little bit because I, there were lines of people trying to get in that they were not letting in once again. Wow. So maybe that's just a way to spread the crowd around because there's just not enough room for everybody. And the next so event is called And the next event is called Chasing Waterfalls. Yes. Yes. And do you know where that's at? That's at Bayside. Okay. So those people who couldn't get in here are probably already over there getting a spot. Ah, okay. All right, girl. Thank you very much for the update. Thank you. Okay, bye. There was a guy rowing who had pulled the rower so far, his head was hitting the bleachers. Wow, that's interesting, Tom. Is that what he said on the podcast, that each individual's needs differ by kind? 
Yeah, that's a yeah, that would pretty much sum it up. Hmm. I guess I could see his line of reasoning if he's saying if you are someone like an early Matt Fraser, your needs differ than someone like an early Brent Fikowski, whereas Matt Fraser is very good at weightlifting and gymnastics movements and needs to focus on rowing and deadlifting. And Fikowski's the opposite. He's very, very good at rowing and, you know, some forms of weightlifting, but needs to work on gymnastic movements. But that is so specialized. They're both, both of their needs are to be the best in all 10 general physical skills. And I think that's, that's interesting. And that's common sense. Wait, oh, stand by. I think Caleb's going to show us someone uh, falling yep. on their face. Yep. Action. In the teal shirt. He's okay. rowing. Oh, that's Philip Muscarella. I've got a bone to pick with that's that guy. That's the three wizards. The three wizards. He's rowing into the wall. Oh, shit. Well, he's moving his fucking rower. Oh, shit. Yeah, but then someone's got to pull, get to the front and pull it for him. That's not cool. Well, okay, so whenever you That's go not cool at all, dude. the way Taylor was talking about before, the rower is way more likely to move than if you're hinging correctly. Hey, He's, listen, pull the fucking rower up for him. If you move your rower while you are rowing, you are doing it wrong. Yeah, but we're making that assumption that, that, they, that they moved it. You're making the they assumption that, that that they pulled his rower back and his rower was further behind than any other. Or athlete. or he just they put it so close that it doesn't accommodate someone who rows at an angle. He does. Hey, dude, that's different. Hitting your back on the thing is different than fucking your your pull up bar being too low, right? No different, or it's very different. It's very different. Like put the rower in a spot where the fucking guy's back's not going to hit the wall. No, I think that's the same thing. If he's just so tall that he didn't. No, they did not move his rower further back than the than the other athletes rowers he you don't was know rowing, that. he was rowing with a technique that shook his rower and was moving it backwards uh hey the, if you're so fucking strong on the rower you could do that wrong true is no, no one in this field is so strong I, that they are no, 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 because no. i saw glover to share do that and i know you guys have seen that too where someone massive gets on the rower and people have to stand on the rower to keep it steady but i know you guys have seen no, that. he's but not you that take big. a collegiate rower who is rowing like a 113 for a 2k they are not moving the rower correct and none of these guys are moving at that fast of a pace none of these guys pull with that much power thank you Go watch collegiate rowers row or olympic rowers when they, they start it they the must rower. be well, you guys are wrong because that dude moved it. Because he has shitty technique. You guys are wrong because he moved it. If you're in the elite individual field and the elite team field at Wadapalooza and you're moving your rower, you have got massive things to work on. Uh, that might break the rower if you pull it forward. Really, while he's on there, you don't think someone could just grab it uh, and just pull it forward off the wall like one or two inches? Not while his big ass is on it. That guy's probably 200 pounds. My God. Uh, Sevon is dumb. Alan Kestenbaum. Let's go, Alan. I'm not the one Let's who wasted money. I'm not the rower. one who wasted money on a fucking wedding ring. My kids, the money I, you spent on your your wife's <laughs> wedding ring, my kids already got $200,000 in their name in the bank. You you didn't get married, Sevon? No, I got married. I didn't waste money on a wedding ring. That's going to be $11.2 million when my kids are fucking 71 years old. You didn't hey, buy Sevon, your wife you know a wedding they, ring? Sevon, you know what they say about wedding ring prices, right? But the more expensive, the worse the relationship. Oh, hey, uh, I dash Quinns. I think Sevon should sit this one out. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, I should sit this one out and let the athletes hurt themselves because of a poorly placed hey. rower. You can't tell by looking at this that this is too fucking narrow for the fucking event, that they're pushing the limits of how many athletes they have out there. They have fucking 18. They have 10 teams out there, 30 people, all the judges on both sides. And you don't think that, that there's going to be some issues with the placement. 
if uh if sit Roman this one out. Offered... How about your mom sit on my face? <laughs> uh, didn't someone call Hopper boring as a guest at some point? Maybe that's why he's fucking boring. Can't I don't help think that. He would take, I don't think he would take offense to that. <laughs> okay, finally, Sevon is hilarious. Okay, someone else's turn to talk. I'll quit there. We'll see if Roman and Hopper move their rollers because I seriously doubt that guy is pulling at a higher pace than Roman or Hopper. I thought Ricky and Roman were on a team. They are. Roman is on Team Go Wide. Then why does Ricky it say is with Zeus and the dogs? Then why does this comment say is Tim Paulson, Matt Lugos, and Ricky the most random team there? Because Tim Paulson's on that team. Hold on, confused. Okay. Tim Paulson, Ricky, Roman. No, 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 no. Ricky, Matt DeLugos, and Tim Paulson are on the same team. Okay, who's Ricky's team? Zeus and the Dogs. Tim Paulson is Zeus, and those two are on underdogs camp. No, who who is Roman's team? Go on. And Willie George's. Ah. Okay, and, they're off. The third heat's off. Noah is smashing it. And uh, it looks like Fakowski. It looks like Fakowski's doing the handstand push-ups. Am I seeing that right? Yep. We figured we figured he'd be on the handstand push-ups. Jeff Adler on the pistol squats and Pat on the chest bar. Oh my God! These guys are flying. Noah's crushing these. Yeah, and Brent's moving quickly no as well. Too. Yeah, he's getting a no rep every now and then, but he's moving so freaking fast. <clears throat> Noah's only in third, so there's. Can two you guys, guys hear moving. that in the background? Uh, I can't hear anything when you talk over John. Sorry. Do you hear that in the background now? Yeah, but it's soothing. No, we can't. We can't. Okay. Okay. Thank Noah you. is in the lead, which makes sense. He's running fast. Yeah. Well, see, no. Go look ahead. at Brent's technique. You see him plant both hands. Watch this turn around here. Oh, they they missed it. Watch Brent's in the center of the screen. Just he the plant, acceleration out. He plants both. Gosh. Oh, well. I, I love we'll see it on this ones. one if they keep it on Brent. Oh, he didn't Brent's do it that hurting. time. He's hurting. God, Fikowski's big. Yeah, he's moving quick, though. He's doing really well. He's lumbering around. It is <laughs> wow. a bit of a lumber, right? It's an Noah, athletic lumber. Noah smashed the yeah, shuttle run. Look wow. at pist- Chandler's pistols flying. Froning's still going on the shuttle. Uh, Froning has said he doesn't like the shuttle run because of his knee. That's weird. Wow. Even without an ACL, the shuttle run didn't affect my knee. Hey, I got a question for you. I, and I think I know you guys are going to push back on this too, but something else to fight about. What do you think about going straight from uh, this record-setting number of single-leg pistols into a shuttle run? You think that's just not cool to do to the athletes? Like you're just asking for an injury? I think here's the the thing with CrossFit and injuries is we move in such a wide variety of domains and movement variations and patterns that – there's more an opportunity for an athlete that's nursing something to get exposed and hurt. Um, it, it's on a healthy knee, a pistol squat is not going to get you injured. On a healthy shoulder, a kipping pull-up or hanging from a pull-up bar is not going to cause injury. But when you have you know, a little something funky going on with the knee or a little something funky going on with the shoulder, that's when you're going to have injuries with those movements. I don't think inherently any of these movements that they're doing are dangerous. Um He's dead like I just mean so I just mean I mean putting them in conjunction with each other. Ooh, look at Dane Smith. I bet he smoked the pistols. Look, look these dead leg runs are so funny. Yeah, there you go. Some guy's Smith cramping. Isn't even moving like a normal human. Some guy's cramping. Look at this guy limping. Oh, he's got it's a It's like cramp. they're lagging. 
<laughs> Look, in oh, shit. Who is that? Dane Smith has got the best shuttle run. He's in the he's in front. Wow, they're going to crush it. Is it really Ben, Alec, and Dane? Here's yeah. Ben on the chest bar. Love it. This is a powerful team right here. So Dane's probably got some real athletic experience. Is that BKG next to him? Dane's a longtime regional athlete, and his pistol squats, his squatting is unreal. His yeah, he's five foot just, six yeah. or so, so he's he's, he's got a great body for squatting. Yeah. yeah, he did a what was that video they did once where it was an alternating imam, and one of the minutes was twenty back squats at two twenty five. How long was the imam? It was like a twenty minute imam, and I'm not sure what they alternated There's, it with, but it was oh unreal. Yeah, hey, I this team's was, unbeatable. This uh, this Chandler Smith, uh, Noah, Travis. Uh, we'll see. This is I a good event that. for them. This Just is be patient. You've got a team with Ricky or Roman Krenikoff, Willie Georges, and Jay Crouch. That's Watch a stout team. You've got Patrick Velder, Brent Fikowski, and Jeff Adler. Yeah, the only thing about their team that I worry about is that, is that Brent and Pat just compete both days in individual. But look at Pat moving. Wow. That's great. Yeah, and he just did the chest to bar, I'm assuming. So that's yep. why his legs look so good. He is moving fast. Yeah, Pat does look great. Sam Cornaille, is that him next to Ben Smith? Yes. Ben, Ben's got that jump turn that he does right as he approaches. Yeah, that's not the best technique. Watch Pat just sliding. Oh, he's got a little hop there too. He stays low, and he's got good acceleration. Look at Pat pump his arms Yo. and get off the line fast. Yeah. Noah's got Boom. a lead into his handstand push-up. So wow. about to have a thick lead after this with Noah. Wow. Are they the boys? Yeah. Yep. Brent Fikowski is going to be back on the handstand push-ups. And wow. they spelled they spelled boys with a Z. I wonder why the Smith brothers didn't smell uh, the Smith brothers with a Z. <laughs> the Smith bros, bras, Smith bras, le boys. This is the first time that all the Smith brothers have been on a team together, right? Uh, no, they've done Wadapalooza on a team. No, they've tried. Time. They've tried, and they, um, they weren't. Never. Uh, they had to substitute a guy last year, right? And I think the year prior. There was a, no, I think in 2018 or 2019, they did a team of three together. I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I've seen them there in all three together. Maybe not. Noah did shuttle runs instead of a, getting to the rower. Did he really? How many? He did. He did uh, well, I guess like technically one and a half shuttle run. All the way down, all the way back, and then all the way down to the rower again. Damn, he's he's kicking himself for that. Yeah, these you know the the thing about Rich's team is these seem to be the events that teams like Rich who really rely on teamwork, teamwork more than anything that they struggle the most with because you have events at Wadapalooza that just put place so much emphasis on each individual athlete. Great observation. Which, which is a little contradictory to the statement I made earlier. I think there's a balance between having good team cohesion and then having athletes that just individually aren't very fit. Um, but it seems like as a whole, the teams at Wadapalooza that win have kind of a balance of both. Some good cohesion, but also insanely fit individuals. And we know that Chandler Smith, Noah, and Travis have trained quite a bit together. Hey, did you see that shot right there? Whoever was rowing, their back, even at full extension, was two feet away from the back wall. How the fuck did that rower move two feet? Because the guy has shit technique, or his rower was off off center to start or offline. Dane's pistols look so good. Oh, he's a great mover, man. I was oh, telling wow. you, he flies on his pistols. 
He's a piston. He, he did really well on that, I believe, 2016 regional workout where it was the bar facing burpee, power clean, and then power clean pistol or bar facing burpee pistol couplet. Look, he doesn't even flinch when he gets no repped. He's just he's in the zone. He's just looks. Yeah. He's just picked a spot well, just, on the wall and going. He looks bouncy, like everybody else is squatting, and he's just bouncing. Yeah, I've got a lot of respect for Ben Smith, Alex Smith. Oh, look at Chandler limping. Oh, Chandler's Ooh. wrecked, dude. Man, rowing after that, I think would be terrible. Oh, look at even Dane's got it. Oh, That's wow. Jeff. No, that was Dane who sprinted across. There's oh, Jeff ahead. limping. I'm ahead. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I enjoy watching them try to run after the uh, pistols, but but it just seems it's my favorite part. It seems like it's it's it compromises, puts them in an unnecessary way of harm. But maybe I'm just a pussy. Dane's rowing looks really strong. Uh, Sevon can't leave the rower shit alone. Who's team good dudes? Not until the show's uh, over. Hopper, James Sprague, and um, Dallin Pepper. Look at, I mean, look at, uh, look at the lift hat. Look at the guy on the far end, the lift fast move heavy guy. That guy's back's three feet away from the wall. Christian Harris. This will be, this will be the good dude's worst event, I think. Yeah, I think that guy just moved his rower back, dude, as he was rowing. Well, the, his technique sucks then. Thank you. But there still you not his fault, and someone should have pulled it forward for him. No, he's too, you can't move him while he's on the rower. Why not? I can. <laughs> Hey, that did you look great. at your D balls to see if they had a spot where you could hit it with a needle and pump it up? I don't. I have the original D balls by Mondo. I know, but did you look? Did you actually look? No. All right, there we go. You think Travis will come <laughs> down here? I'll bring. I'll go kick. Should I carry the hundred pounder in here right now? I've had Do to. It. I had to. I had to caulk the top of it up because the plug fell out. It's so old. Well, that plug that fell out, you're supposed to be able to put a needle through it and pump it up. With air? That, well, yes. I have other ones. I have so many D balls. This, I'll bring, the D ball when it when it loses its shape like that, it's Ooh, because yeah. it doesn't have enough air in it. Travis and Ben are neck and neck. I had to caulk the top. They don't fill the D balls entirely up with material. It's like part part sand, part rubber crumb, and part air. Caulking balls. I think that the the one oh, I have oh, from. I think the 10 pound one I have from Rogue feels like it's got some air in there. Dude, we are like the CrossFit version of a Twitch stream. This is sick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, I'm glad we haven't got any complaints. No, no, no. Why isn't anyone snitched on us yet? Because they don't give a fuck about the teams, probably, but we do. This is way more fun than watching individual. Oh, they care about the teams. <clears throat> no one snitched on us for the Heidi Cam. Hey, Heidi, right, watch your the- back. Someone might just come up behind you and choke oh, you out. Oh, wow. You- See, look but, at Pat's rowing. Oh my gosh, the boys got beat. BKG, he just sprinted. Oh wow, this. wow, he came. They came out of nowhere. Oh Canadian, wow, look at that. When are uh, good dudes going to come that. in? <clears throat> and then the good dudes Pat are coming. Go on. Roman's team is done. Good dudes are done. They got seventh. What was the fastest time previous in the previous heat? Ten oh nine, and that would be uh, fifth. So the good dudes got seventh, and then the um, team Goad Romans team got sixth. I can't believe BKG out sprinted Travis Mayer because Travis got on the rower before him. Here's what's, cra- here's what's crazy: somewhere there's another women's event about to start. BKG is be- a great rower. 
Sorry, I'm talking over you. I'll shut up. No, it's okay. You're good. We're good. Oh shit! There is a woman's event that started. Is this uh, uh, over? Oh, we have controversy. We got controversy. Yep. Uh, for sure. BKG. Somebody missed. They missed something. Uh-uh. Everybody's saying they cheated or like they 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 didn't do something. And that's they how they got something. ahead. Yeah. They weren't even close to being. They weren't. That's why I was shocked the, the entire time. Look at look at Chandler's. You can see smoke coming out of Chandler's ears. He's thinking. He's thinking. He's pissed. Yep. Dude, I love how vocal Chandler gets on the floor. He does get vocal on the floor. Do you remember at uh, Rogue? Rogue? Yeah, yeah, he got super vocal. I love it. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Uh, let's find out. Let's shit, man. Let's go to Heidi here real quick. Heidi, uh, we're hearing that um, the BKG team won, but that they may have skipped uh, one of the movements. Have you heard anything on the floor? I have not, but that seems right because they were not in the lead and then came from nowhere and won. So that's. It's odd for sure. All right. Uh, it looks like Jake Marconi is playing this smart and being the last one on the floor and hogging up all the media time. <laughs> Probably. Let's see on. Oh. Um, they are the Butterfly time. Bandits. Which is who? Uh, Heidi, one more question for you. When I click over to the stream that's on a bay side, I see women on runners. Yeah, uh, I think they're going already. And uh, apparently the line to get in there is insane, and they're probably already not letting more people in. Okay, and the camera there is kind of uh, jacked up because uh, half of it's in the sun and half's in the shade, and the camera's struggling with the exposure. So you can't really see what's going on the live stream either. Okay, uh, thanks. Oh, here we go. Here's the boys uh, exiting on the Heidi cam. Con looked offended just now. He looked like people were coming at him pretty hard. Uh, Eric Weiss, breaking news. Mondo by D-Ball has no nipple. Just check. Plug to keep in sand or whatever's inside only. The plug is like a fillable. It's like one of those. It's the material that you can... Wrong? Well, fuck Mondo. The new Rogue D-Ball. <laughs> hey, I think you're right, though, because I do have a Rogue one, and it feels really squishy like there's air in there, and I need to check it. Nick Matthew. Do we want to go over this pacing waterfalls workout and then reconvene? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. We're two hours and 30. Hey, Eric, thank you very much, by the way, buddy. We're two hours and... Uh, or do you want a break and come like 10 minutes beforehand and go over it? 33 minutes into this No, it's uh, already started. Stream. Travis B, BKG's team did not win. I just rewatched it. Khan got on the rower for the second to last row. BKG on the top three. skipped the chest. Of hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh, for the second uh, to last row, when the top three teams were getting off, nearly 50 seconds behind, I think BKG skipped the chest to bar. So just so you guys know, obviously that wasn't done on purpose, and that should explain to you also why uh, people can't count skip laps. the chest to bar? That's like a huge thing to skip. Uh, BKG was seventh on the chest to bar at the end. Uh, Alex, uh, bridge fourth. So BKG cheated. My goodness. No, he did not cheat. Uh, Courtney Barrow, BKG messed up the row. Correct. Something happened. It's a mess up. Uh, Jared Aiken. No plan B. Okay. Uh, so we will hear from somebody soon on what the 
fuck happened down there? Uh, hopefully, Brian Friend. Uh, let's see if we can get Brian to come on with us. Brian, um, jump on and unfuck the Now, situation. is there rules to this 5K? Please. It just says relay style. Does that mean anybody can run? So what's going to be happening is, is at any point in time, one athlete is going to be accumulating distance on the run while another athlete is resting and the third athlete is completing one round of the 15 D ball open water oh. swim, the 21 D ball and their scores. It appears are going to be the run time and the time for completion of each athlete finishing the couplet. Okay. Explain it to me one more time. So the way J- the way JR read it, uh, was three, two, one, go. One athlete starts on the runner. One athlete begins the three rounder. The other athletes resting. And at any point in the workout, one athlete has to be accumulating distance, working towards that 5k mark. Um, while the other athletes are trying to complete their, each of their individual round of the 15 clean open water swim, 21 squats. So each athlete only has to complete one round of 15 cleans, open water swim, 21 squats. As soon as they complete it, there's only two rounds left and the other athlete has to do their round, but they've also got to complete five kilometers of running on the air runner as a team. Okay. So, uh, everyone has to do one round of the workout, uh, and five K has to be accumulated on the runner. So one person couldn't just run the entire time, the entire five K that you at least have to stop to do your one round. You have to do your one round. Yep. So okay. would, you, and would you want your your best, best swimmer to runner? go last? You want your best swimmer to to start on the run and swim last because, because they're going to be the, the most fatigued. Yeah. So Sprague would be the last person for the good dudes then? Yeah, I would imagine Dallin or Jason start. or I imagine Sprague starts on the runner and runs for as long as possible. Um and then gets off and rests at some point and then does his swim last. Um, or it may be a better strategy. Yeah, I'm not sure. He may run second and then go straight from the run into his third and final round. But he, he should be the last doing the couplet or the Do triplet. Do you think he could just run the, his, the whole two, like the whole, for two athletes and then do his last round? Or do I don't think, think that's, that's smart. You don't think hey so? Hey, guys, I got a. Please. I got I got Scott Panchek over here. You want to know if you want to uh, jump in front of the camera and test our new audio capabilities? Should we grab oh, him? Oh yeah, quick? yeah, yeah, yeah. I was asking him to jump on Patrick Clark. Yeah, let's let's Scott. talk to Scotty. Hold on. Oh oh wait, hold on a second before we get Scott. Let's get Brian real quick. Sorry, let's get uh, Brian real quick. Uh, yeah, Brian, hi. <laughs> Let's see this. Yeah. Ask. Uh, hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. A- a- ask Brian uh, what happened with the um, that last heat. Did BKG team really win? Okay, here we go. Here's your mic. Yes, uh, Brian. Hi. Hey, did uh, BKG's team really win? It looked like there was some confusion down there at the field. I don't think I don't uh, think it's possible for him to make up the time difference against the, that caliber of rower. Everyone seems to have that same sentiment, but there's a, a review process that's ongoing right now. 
Okay. Uh, what we have reporting to us in the in the comments is BKG came on the road at 9:30 and reached the finish at 9:54. So that was definitely not 240 meters. So, so and they're saying the judge told him to get off too early. Yeah, the time difference was is impossible to make up. I spoke to Travis Mayer. He was pulling the 130 or less the entire time, and it just doesn't add up. Uh, I think they'll get it right, but it might take a little while. Um, are we seeing um, any difference in the athletes um, who are completely fresh versus the athletes who've um, already put in a day? And uh, a follow-up to that is, uh, are you pretty impressed with the uh, Fee Sagafi, Alexis Raptus, Christine Kohlenbrander uh, finish? First, first of all, yeah, in some cases, yes. Like, for example, the Spacers Angels team, they were almost like laughing their way through that one. All three of them competed this weekend. They obviously had a pretty low finish. Other teams looked pretty good. I mean, Valner and Fikowski looked just fine. Roman looked fine. Um, as far as the girls that won that event go, if you check lawn chair leading boarding, uh, the team with two Bryans played that team. So, no, we weren't surprised at all that they won. Awesome. Uh, and, and what do you think about going straight from 42 pistols to shuttle sprints? Do you think that that's asking too much of the athletes? Like, hey, there could be the, the knees fatigued and, and you could be asking them asking for injury. Like, hey, I don't think we'll see that show up in programming again in the future. Because of some of that limping that we saw? Yeah, it's just not a good look. Okay. Okay, fantastic. Uh, all right, brother. Oh, wait, there was one more question. Uh, what was the question we wanted Brian for? I think we had it answered. Oh, the, the athletes had to do, once you picked an athlete to do a movement, he had to stick with that movement. You couldn't do the first 42 pistols and then switch to chest to bar. Correct. Okay. All right. Thanks brother. I appreciate it. Wait, wait, wait. I have a question for Brian. Oh, wait, one more question. One more question, Brian. Who's better at handstand pushups, Alexis Raptus or Carrie Pierce? Alexis Raptus had a one second split faster than her. Okay, one more question. One more question. There was a gentleman, Philip Muscarella, who was on the rower, and his rower was backed up against the wall. And when he was rowing, it was hitting the wall. Um, Taylor and John say it's his fault, and I say it's the event's fault. Whose fault was it? If it was only in one lane that it happened and not repeatedly, then it was uh, maybe they were pulling the rower too hard and it scooted backwards. But uh, I'm not really sure. All right, if, it was if it was happening in many lanes, then I would say it was uh, it was on the event. But if it's only one lane, maybe not. You took my side. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Whatever. All right. You guys are having fun. I almost chipped my tooth doing that. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> I almost chipped my tooth. <laughs> Don't ever put Brian on again, uh, Souza. He just uh, sided with John and uh, Taylor. Whatever. It was, it was it was very logical what he said though, right? Scotty, what's That's up, baby? What hey, how are you guys? Um, we had a text exchange a few minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I asked, uh, "Hey, where you at, dude?" And you <laughs> said, <laughs> "And you said." Are you asking me what I said? Or yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to read. I, it's, oh. it's your words. I don't want to say it in case you don't want me to say it. No, I just wasn't. You quite said ready. you have explosive diarrhea and you shit all over yourself and you can't make it out there. Okay, oh fine, I'll say God. it. Oh you got God. it. All right, yeah. No, uh, I just wasn't qu quite ready to step on the floor and uh, was uh, just want to make sure whenever I'm when I step on that floor that I'm gonna make it through the whole weekend and I'm ready to rock and roll. And with the open just around the corner, I want to put some focus on just making sure that my body is 100% ready ready for that. 
those of us who are, who are huge Scott Panchik fans, should we be concerned at all? No, no. Uh, I would say that I am feeling good enough to come down. And like I said, a few hours before I decided and was able to find tutor to, to fill in and um, just, you know, after talking things over with my manager, my chiropractor and just how my body was feeling and based off of the workouts and things that they put out, I just wanted to be cautious with the open, what, six weeks away. Right. So you have, you, so you, that would let us as uh to make the assumption that you're putting a big premium on this year's 2023 CrossFit games. Well, season. this is, this is my first year as a 35 year old. So, uh, I think it would be really cool and special to uh, make an appearance in the 3539 and get my butt on that podium. That would be really awesome. Hey, how are you going to, are you going to struggle with that decision if you qualify for uh, masters and for the uh, individual? Um, I don't know. I, 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 I feel confident that um, I could continue competing in a lot of, in a lot of different ways. And you know, even talking to Jacob, I was joking with him. I said, Jacob, what do you think about maybe putting out a t- putting a team together? He he said his biggest fear this weekend was getting the juices flowing again and maybe wanting to come out of uh, come out of retirement. So, uh, yeah, I've talked to my buddy, uh, my my buddy Ralph and my family, and uh, we've just talked a lot about what the season's going to look like. And you know, I, I the Masters category has some some big names that are stepping into it, into that 35, 39 that I think would make it very competitive and fun. And then also with the opportunity of potentially putting together teams, you know, if the right team came together, you could, that's an option. So, you know, with six weeks left, I want to make sure in those six weeks that I can talk through and make some good decisions. And I'm not trying to figure out like, ah, oh, am I a hundred percent healthy? And like I'm a little banged up from the weekend and you know, the, the open and the way the season's structured, uh, this gives me a little bit more time before I need to step on the floor and, and be ready to rock and roll in that way. Hey, um, it, it's kind of fascinating since you've retired, you've gotten more attention than ever. I would say maybe you should have <laughs> retired like four years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, someone said, well, what's going on? There's only one pancake out there. I was like, it's all about branding, baby. <laughs> <laughs> There's three. We're using them wisely. Uh, how, how is uh, Spencer's mood? Uh, I, I know he really wanted to compete with you and Saxon. Is he kind of like, fuck you guys? Like, no, honestly, when I I've communicated with him all week long and, and we talked and I, you know, one of the big things was, is it was about coming down and competing with him more than anything. And that was why I waited up to the last minute to make that decision is just, I really wanted to step on the floor and do it. And whenever we sat and really talked about it throughout the day today, I said, you know, I'm stepping on the floor for the wrong reasons. I'm, I'm stepping on for other people and not myself. And I need to make sure that it's a combination of all those things. You know, I need to make sure that I'm in the right headspace and that I feel hundred percent confident. I'm going to finish the weekend and, um, and the focus being, on the open and just the season is, uh, you know, this is just like a kind of icing on the cake and just something fun that we get to do that kicks off the season. So, you know, I'm, I was a football player. This is like, it's like the preseason. So you're not going to go out and wreck yourself in preseason, you know, just to, just to create a moment when you could have a whole, you know, book maybe on this year, if you play things right. Um, do you have sponsors who are there at the event? Yeah. Yeah. So, 
So then do you fill some of your time with sponsorship obligations? Is that how you do? You kind of pivot to some of that? Yeah. So I'll get to spend a little more time with the community. I'll stop by all those booths. Uh, I work with a company that we started two years ago called StreamFit, which is a gym management system. So that is like, I'm a part owner in that company. So I'll get an opportunity to talk to some affiliate owners and spend some time with them and then stop by the Born Primitive, Innovate and Element 26 booth. Those are three companies I work with that are down here and spend some time with those guys, get to know the the team and, uh, and then also just uh, enjoy the community down here more than anything. I mean, it's, it's Miami. Come on. Like I live in Ohio right next right next to the lake and it's gray and cold. So being down Yeah, if here, I'm your wife, I'd be saying, oh, you knew you weren't going to compete all along. <laughs> you knew. Listen, hey. my, my wife is a rock star. It's funny because she is like my biggest fan and she, she would do anything to see me run on that floor. And, and she's with me no matter what I do. And I, I, I honestly, I couldn't ask for a better person in my life than her. Hey, I don't want to dog anyone's wife, but your <laughs> wife is made the best opening act. Travis fucking mayor leaves all four of his kids with his fucking wife. That's I make sure I make sure my in-laws were in town. Yeah, all right. That's I, next level. His wife is like the whole, three rock stars. It's crazy. Listen, I, I will say this. Yeah. I don't think there's enough attention brought to the women that have husbands in the sport and what they do at home. And like, I'd still tell my mom all the time. I'm like, mom, I have no idea how you did it with six kids. Like I told my buddy Ralph, I was like, I have two kids and a dog. And I was like, and honestly, that dog disappoints me every day. (laughs) (laughs) It's the dog's the oldest one. And I just have expectations and she disappoints me on a regular, but I miss my kids. And uh, I mean, I'll be excited to get home and see them, but I'm going to definitely enjoy the time down here. And I'm excited to watch team Panchek. Hey, uh, this StreamFit uh, software, is that what you use yeah. in your gym? Yes. So, uh, yeah, we started using it this past year. We started it uh, right after COVID hit as a virtual platform that did live classes online. And uh, then we kind of worked our way into doing some competitions. So, Wadapalooza uh, is actually doing a live version of all the individual events the following week. And there's a 2024 spot on the line for anybody that's signing up for that. So, a uh, great opportunity for people to come in uh, that couldn't or that are here or couldn't make it to do these events and see how they stack up against everyone. There's like an equipment list that has like more open like, and then there's an equipment list that is more, uh, I would say like a compete equipment list, similar to the elements that we're using down here. And you can see how you stack up against the athletes that are down here, see how you stack up against the athletes that didn't make it and potentially get a spot to 2024. So those were where we started. And then now we're rolling into the gym management space uh, this past year. And we're full steam ahead, focusing and pivoting a little more towards that. But uh, we're kind of all in one and uh, do a lot of the things that, uh, that a gym owner would need from billing to workouts and leaderboards and different things like that. So as an affiliate owner for 10 years, I've been on a lot of different systems and I wanted something that was simple and uh, cost-effective and something that could potentially uh, drive revenue in a different way. So we're doing some pretty cool things on there that nobody else is doing. So, yeah. Yeah, Put it's it cool to there. see you in that space. You're fucking, you're, you're all in. Hey, there was this, um, I think that, um, tell me your thoughts on this. I think that all the athletes there who are there, whether they want to or not, 
need to just sack it up, take a deep breath, and walk through Vendor Village. And the reason why is for two reasons. They need to fucking let those people who bought tickets to come there deserve to touch you, see you, take a picture of you, just put on your best face. And the second thing is the truth is, is no matter how much you don't want to do it, you're going to feel so good about yourself when you're done. Haven't you been in that position where you just don't want to deal with the fans and then you do it and you're like, fuck, I'm so glad I did it. It's so it's interesting you say that when you're not competing, it's really, really easy to go and do that. And it makes you feel really good about everything you've done in the sport. And it lets you see the sport from a different perspective and just the love and passion. Because this doesn't happen without the people that are packing in the stands. These athletes, I don't think people realize that. Like, you don't get this opportunity if you don't love on the vendors and love on the people in the community because. It's, it's a lot of volunteers. It's a lot of people that are putting thousands of dollars together to put up a booth. And all of those things have to come together for something like Wadapalooza to happen. And, and if you really look around, there's not a lot of other events that are happening like this. So if we want to continue to have opportunities as athletes to compete and step on a floor and be in Miami in January, um, you need to go out and celebrate the community and be with those people. I think that's really important. Uh, someone in the comments wrote, Tom Brady doesn't walk through the souvenir stands at the Super Bowl. Yeah, but this isn't, a, it's not the NFL. We're not making right. millions of dollars. So it's right. like, you're, right. you're trying to, comp- you're, you're, you're not comparing the right two sports. And maybe he should. And you know yeah. what? And maybe he should. Yeah, I mean. And maybe he should. I, I, I remember um, uh, seeing footage of like uh, Kanye one time visiting like some foreign country and just fucking walking out into the streets. Or I remember when U2 uh, played on some rooftop in downtown yeah. Brooklyn and, and waited for the police to come and just fucking rocked it. Yeah, maybe they should. Maybe that's what makes us uh, special. Yeah, I mean, I think as years and years have gone on, we've gotten further and further away from interacting with people. And uh, that interaction is... You know, that's what drove you to want to do it in the first place. And then you get into the sport, you get into the, and and I've been here before where you're so focused on winning and winning becomes the, the end all be all. And what you don't realize is there's so much joy in being awake and alive in those circumstances. And if you open your eyes, it takes away a lot of stress and it can be really powerful. I felt that at the CrossFit Games in. Uh, two years ago, when I you know announced that I was retiring, that was the most joyful I've ever been in any year that I'd ever been to the games. And it was because I didn't have the stress of it being just about winning. I wasn't thinking about next year. I was thinking about the next workout and enjoying every last moment that I was going to have on the floor. So I think if people had that that mindset a little bit more, I think they would they would want to enjoy themselves a little bit more and Two, I think it'd be better for our sport. Hey, uh, you know what's interesting is Dave was talking about how people like you and Rich might be a dying breed. These people who own affiliates, were L1 trainers, were games athletes, who did the events for free, who went on the road trips. You know, you went to New Zealand, and that basically that there's been a shift. And, and maybe it's also, uh, you know, partly on HQ because those opportunities aren't available. You don't see the road trips. You don't see the reality show type things, fun things. But do you sense that shift amongst your peers? And do you kind of feel bad for them that they didn't get in on those early days? Or do you think it's better for them now? Yeah, there's definitely been a shift in focus. And we were kind of uh, the pioneers, I guess you could say. They were figuring the sport out early on. 
And part of figuring the sport out was us serving our community. And that's how, you know, we saw ourselves as athletes. But, you know, for me specifically, like I've always seen myself as an affiliate owner first and an athlete second because the affiliate owner is what is going to provide for my family. And that's how I serve. That's how I serve. And, you know, we're not, it's, it's not just about you and what you do in the sport. And, and I feel like it, it, this, there's this misconception out there that you need to be training all day long. And that needs to be your number one focus. And I, I truly believe that's a really empty, uh, empty life. I don't think there is a lot of joy there because anything but winning is a loss. And if you can't find people to bring along, like what I loved about the sport and you see it with Rich too, with the people out at his gym is bringing people along. Like I watched my brothers grow up and got to be a part of watching them PR and lifts and movements and their first competitions. And Fee Sagafi was another one. We had a team, Molly Chacon, and just being able to pour into them and not, and not even just the athletes, but like. I got a guy in our gym that could barely walk into our gym that's climbing ladders and going down steps, you know, without holding onto the railing now. And those are the types of things that like, that that, like brings tears to my eye because the quality of his life for the, for the rest of his life has changed dramatically. And like me going out and winning this first event with my brother is like, yeah, that's cool. But that's just a, that's a small moment compared to, the way that you can change and impact people's lives. So I would love to see more athletes getting involved in opening gyms and finding ways to serve. I think they'd be more, more joyful. I think they'd be happier. And I think when, when the storm comes, you know, I'll use a, a storm reference because of, of rich, <laughs> um, which it will like life is hard and you're going to get knocked down. And if you don't have those people around you, it's going to be really difficult to get back up. Hey, you bring up a good point also in terms of uh, interviewing these people. These people who just train all day, they make for fucking horrible interviews. The people who don't have a broad depth of life, like you can just tell. Like you're interviewing someone who's just a postcard as opposed to interviewing someone who's a book. There's some really difficult interviews out there because all these people do. You know, they started CrossFit when they were seven and that's all they've done. And, uh, you know, they need a they need to go on a church retreat for six months in Africa and feed some people. Hey. Uh, the people in the comments are absolutely loving you, and I really appreciate you uh, coming on. You demand. Absolutely. Brother. Hey, you got it, man. Thanks for having me on, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys all soon. Yeah, awesome. Anytime, brother. Thank you. You got it. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Dave. Really appreciate you, bro. Uh, Taylor and John. Thank you, Susan. Taylor and John. Um, uh, Ken, Ken Walters. Scott goes on the Mount Rushmore of – CrossFit, along with Jason Kaliba, Rich Froning, and I forget who else he's had on there. Hey, uh, and uh, Matt Fraser. Hey, uh, gentlemen, I can't find the feed for the this next workout. I see a Bayside venue POV, and that is it. The Bayside was the one that they were streaming the first heat on, and they're just pulling up another elite broadcast. Um, it's up now if you refresh the their YouTube channel, okay. um, but they're just panning across the stage right now they haven't even put another i've got uh, it people out there yet yep. yeah they're about the to broadcast. do that what if it was a day three we better go it's it's live now this is heat two teams correct women. correct oh, tell, tell me which three, one tell me which one to click again guys i don't see it elite broadcast uh, Waterpalooza day three just refresh yep is this the same heats that we're in i got it so, thank right? you 
Yeah, and I wonder what uh like how dry they're able to get their D balls after the prior heat goes. Uh, just to uh, repeat what John just to repeat uh, what John Young said, these are identical heats. There will be three heats, and these are identical as far as we know to what we just saw in the uh, first event. Start fast, uh, finish faster, and this was the heat that uh, Emma McQuay, <clears throat> Alexis. Wrap this in Jacqueline Dalston. Wait, who's no, this? No, no, no. Solo oh, Fisa Goddard. This heat is no, they're not. Oh, no, 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 no. Emma right, McQuaid, right, right. Emma McQuaid, Solar Sigurd daughter, and Jackie Dahlstrom. Yeah, won this heat in the last workout. So they are who we're going to be watching here. Oh, my goodness. Those are Daniel Brandon shoes and Daniel Brandon stickers. Let me see those shoes again. Those are Daniel Brandon rad shoes. Yeah, so this is her uh, custom shoe here. Nice. And rad. I'm like, this it. is a, a little sticker pack you get with the. Uh, with the shoe there. Oh, that's gangster. Hey, what's that flower doing? Uh, it looks oh, like it's wearing shoes. It's wearing rads. Yeah. This is compliments of uh, Pedro over here. He just got the shoes. And you get a DB apparent nail polish. Great. Wow. Wow. Those are pretty suits. Hey, that's brilliant. Hey, do they make dude shoes? Did they make dude shoes? Was there a dude, dude pair over there you could get? I think they're Other used. than the keeper? Okay. Savannah, I got you a sticker pack. I get to bring this bad boy home for you. Oh, you're awesome. Thank you. Uh, Barry McCockner. Great content as always. Stream looks good today. I uh, love you guys. Uh, Caleb, can we go uh, while I... Oh, okay. So tell me, tell, me the, tell me the good team on this heat. There was one good team. I think I... Emma McQuaid, Sola Sigurd daughter, Jackie Dahlstrom. Oh, they are in this heat. Yep. Okay, and Correct. what I thought I saw Weiss, the girl from uh, Invictus, that's, Brittany that's Weiss. Team Invictus. Weiss in well. And it's Team Invictus is Brittany Weiss, Devin Kim, and one I other athlete. I forget her name. The other Invictus team is in there too, with Allie Weiss and Emily Lugman and um, Laws Stallwood. Liz Stallwood. Gotcha. Okay, so there's two Invictus teams. So Devin Kim is competing. Yes. Is that yep. new? No. No, she's always been competing. Okay. Uh, okay, I didn't see any camera time. And did did we hear, I meant to ask Brian this, do we know why we didn't get to see any camera time on uh, Horvat and Magawa? We don't know. Okay. I'd imagine they just got sucked into watching the leaders again and didn't They're switch. in the final heat. Okay. The other um, thing I'm, go ahead, Caleb. The other thing I'm noticing about these like stadium layouts is it's got to be incredibly difficult to move the camera from one end to the floor to the other. Because if you're going to try to film shuttle runs, you're having to like walk around rowers. You're going to have to walk through pull-up bars or on the edge of something. And it's going to be incredibly difficult to get one of those broadcast cameras with all the cables and stuff across that field. So I imagine they were having difficulty with that. Uh, this is their feed that we have in set here. I wonder uh, if we get in trouble for doing that. Are we are we going to stay on until six? Uh, God, I God, I hope not. Like, I got stuff to do, like pee and poop, and like brush my hair and stuff. But what we toenails. could do is we could pull and watch this heat and the final heat and the men's heat, and then come back on as soon as they finish, and then cover the next event. Uh, I wasn't a- so you're saying watch this event till the end and then come off. No, I meant come off. Then come off now, okay. and then go watch the event. So it looks like heat. 
Oh, I just refreshed. Okay, yeah, we're heat two teams and they're four minutes in. So we'll miss you're saying we don't we don't cover the women's uh next heat. Well, if we do, we're come just back run. for men. If we do, we're just gonna run. No, what I was saying is come back on right before the next event. Because if we stay on now, we're gonna run into the next event and then we're gonna be on for this, six hours. This is the last event of the day for the teams. No, it's not. This is the second event of the day. They have Saturday, they have events three and four or another event tonight that starts at 6.55, yeah, p.m. Eastern. So if we watch this one through, we're just we're what we're we're streaming straight through until that event. Hey, uh, so this let, let me just uh, talk this through with you here. So this event actually finishes at 2.53 uh, Pacific Standard Time, which is about two hours and 20 minutes from now. From now. So we could theoretically go on around uh, at the end of that event and catch the end of that, of the, we could do the end of the, um, we could yeah. do the men's last heat. Okay. Um, I wonder why, let me ask uh, a Sousa question here. Sousa, how come we don't have anyone in, ba- in uh, sorry, Sousa. How come we don't have anyone in Bayside? We can't get in there. Uh, I, yeah, they like how flat there is. Bayside's even a smaller venue, and like when we walked by there early before, there was already people just hanging out in the stands, so that way they had a seat for the next event. Even with your media pass, you can't get in there. Um, I was blocked yesterday. I can try to go and see if I can today, but I doubt they would let us point the camera at the stream at all. But I'll swing over there now and go see what I can do. Okay. I mean, there's got to be something. There's got to be somewhere he can get in close, so we can see like athletes coming in and out, and we and, can get a I, wide shot. And I think too, like, because we're Heidi was, she had to go there about an hour and a half early to get that seat, and then in order for her to get out of there to get across the bayside, would have been dang near impossible. But Understood. let me go. Let me go get over there, and I'll take a little uh, shortcut through this way and see. Someone said I had feminine hands. What's up with that? There's nothing wrong with some nice looking hands. <laughs> take a handy from those hands any day. Uh, John, welcome back. Okay, uh, I think that that is a uh, fair uh, request of the uh, team. Uh, this let me let me look at their stream here real quick. This is a um, of all the events to miss. I think this <laughs> this this one is okay, right? I mean, they're in the water. They're doing the, they're on the runner for five k. Twenty five minute cap. Well, we're not going to miss it. We'll still come back and cover it. Otherwise, we're just on stream all day, same as them. Right. Okay. Okay. So are we leaving then coming back? Uh, guys, uh, very. Uh, I'm going to decide in 30 seconds. Uh, guys, hit that subscribe button, please, and the like button. Now is the time to do it. You can unsubscribe later, but you're going to want to know when we're going on. So reach over. Even if you're on your TV, you can do that. You can scroll up to that. Uh, while the timeline's on, you can scroll up and hit the like button and then go to the channel and subscribe and like. Oh, look, just us talking about leaving. Uh, we lost uh, 100 people. All right. Uh, we will be back. Is this our second stream of the day or first? First. Oh, my goodness. We've been on for a long time. Okay, guys. We are going to take at least – we're going to take about a one-hour break. Uh, Taylor, are you going to work out? Uh, I already worked out this morning, so I just have some computer work to do. Uh, t- uh, John, are you going to work out? I'm um, same. I don't. I'm not working out again until like eight o'clock. Caleb, are you going to work out? 
Yeah, I got to do something to stay awake. Okay, me too. I'm going to go work out too. Okay, guys, uh, it is 12.37 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I'm guessing we're going to come back on at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That'll give us an hour and uh, 22 minutes. Uh, final word, Mr. Uh, Souza, did you want to say something? Yeah, I just showed you guys. So what you're looking at is the line, which hasn't even seen the end of it yet. It's still going all the way back to the inside of Bayside. Oh, so those people have no chance of getting in. What are they even doing? Zero chance. Zero. I mean, I didn't even go to the end of the line, but look how far it goes. Uh, is is the line even moving? Yeah, dude, let's look at the front of the line. Let's see if they're even letting in people slowly. Wow, this is amazing. How do they determine? I'd love to hear how they determine if someone can come in or not. See if you can just squeeze up to the front there. Just look at look. See if they can just go on the other side and squeeze up. Oh, we can't hear them. We got you. You oh, muted. Waiting in line about ten to twelve minutes. Oh, that's very nice. Hey, ask them if they think they have any chance of getting in. Wow, that's it. That's awesome. We got our boob sign last time by. I think so. I think that's going to win them over for sure. These guys said they only been waiting about ten to twelve minutes, and they're at the front of the line now. Ask them if the line has moved at all. Has it moved at all? When was the last time the line moved? Oh, when was the last time the line moved? So is it? Oh, they're being a by who? Ah, okay. Ask the guy who's working the door how they determine to let people in. If someone has to leave, for you to let someone in. Okay, let me ask him. Please, thank you. Very interesting. How do you determine it? Our space is up there. Okay. Space somebody. How many? And then I replay and let them in. Okay. Did you guys hear that at all? No. Uh, no. Go ahead. Re re relay that, please. He said that uh, basically he waits for a signal from the top, and when they show him that there's some space, he'll open it up and uh, and then he'll put in that amount of people. So I okay, see so there's come someone out. over there scanning the crowd basically, and when they see empty seats. Yep. See this okay. guy right here. He signals over and waves down and said, we got five. And then this guy allows five people in. And then wow, they switch, that's they try fucking to switch nuts. That's impressive. Them. Yeah, now check this right before we go off. I'm just going to walk this line so you guys can get a feel for it. Yeah. Holy shit. Hey, that doesn't make me feel like I'm, now I'm kind of glad I'm watching from uh, my rainy little office. Oh, it's still going. Okay, so those people don't get in. There's no fucking way. Susan, go to the end of the line. No, oh, no. He is, whatever you do, yeah, don't wait. go to the oh, end of the line. Good, whatever you no do, don't go to the end. Don't bother. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Of course, he's going to the end. Is it oh. all the way through vendor? Yeah. It's probably wraps around to the other side, the other entrance. Is that Kerstetter? Kerstetter has to wait in line? Wow. Hey, go back the other way. There Was that Kerstetter in line there? Yeah. Yeah, it is. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Yeah. Hey, ask Olivia if she really has to wait in line. Or she's just doing it to be nice to her friends. I think she's just hanging out with her friends. I got I got panicked. I thought it wasn't her for a second. And I didn't recognize her. <laughs> I was like, I just did a flyby. I freaked out. I was like, wait, it's not her. And then kept moving. Hey, hey, can we ask her a question or two? Let's ask her yeah. if she's glad she's not ask her if she's glad she's not competing today. Ask her how they how those athletes must feel okay. out there. Olivia. 
Can I ask you a question real quick? Or five. Or five. Savon, you're on Savon's podcast right now. Yeah. So why are you waiting in line? You want to know? Are you just doing it to be cool to hang out with your friends? Like, can't she just go to the front? No, 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 no. Like, why are you waiting in line? Can't you just cut it off? Can everybody be like, I competed? Like, don't they know who she is? Yeah. Yeah. Is your, so this is this is the entourage, right? This is the entourage. So they should hold your spot in line. You should go to the front and let them know who you are and that you got four friends with you. And then you should just hold uh, And uh, how's her body? How's her body feeling? How does she think that the athletes feel who are doing team today? Who did individual? How's your body feel from yesterday? Glutes and legs are a little sore, but that should feel right. Scott, Is she glad she's there? not doing team? Uh, are you glad you're not doing team? Yeah. Yeah, she got a couple offers to do it, but she's glad she turned it down because she's uh, feeling a little tired now. So. Uh, let her know she can cut to the front of the line at Gabe's booth and get all the free coffee for her and her friends she wants. Okay. Uh, Savon said, um, if you guys want, you can always cut the line at Gabe's booth and you guys can have all the free coffee and stuff you want. Okay. Well, do you drink coffee? She doesn't drink coffee, so Good, she'll smart. jab off. <laughs> Does she think Jacob will do Thank you guys. with you? Bye. Does she think what? Jacob will what? We'll do good this weekend. Uh, good question. Uh, look at that. That line didn't move at all. We've been hanging out with him now for 10 minutes. That line didn't move at all. Yeah, they literally just moved as he walked away. And they maybe moved like 10 feet. God, I That's love rough. that. I love that scissor crane right there. I wish I owned one of those. For what? Just for whatever. Who cares? Trim your I just love that. Yeah, just look in my neighbor's yard. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. We will see you guys in an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, we will put a link. I'm going to put a link uh, to the um, stream, the Wadapalooza stream in the comments. And uh, we will see you guys in about an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, Caleb and I will work out and uh, Taylor and John will do jack shit. Uh, Matt Souza, thanks for all your help today. Heidi, thanks for your help. We'll see you guys soon. Adios. Bye-bye.